All right, what's up, everybody, and welcome to Video Game Purist. This will be VGP episode 154. I am one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas. And joining me tonight, as always, from the East Coast, Mr. Trees. How's it going, sir? I have a gripe, Fred. Oh. Right out the gate. Okay, let's do this. All right, a gripe. I know it's you a week to go, but I, I need to get the gripe out. Oh, by all means. It was a sh- You know, I know she listens, all right? <laughs> It was a show critique <laughs> why, why, by Mrs. Why Trees. Why you bring me in? Oh, it's a show critique. Right? Actually, this one makes sense why you bring me in. Okay, let's go. All right. <clears throat> so she says to me, she says, uh, she says, uh, oh, your, your questions for tree shows. I had to turn it off. I had to turn it off. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. And I said, why? And she says, oh, she goes, are you driving and you're shuffling around and you're starting and stopping? And she goes, it made me, it made me motion sick to listen huh. to. And I said, I, I don't think you know what motion sick means. Cause it's. <laughs> well, motion makes them mo- sick. I'll, 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 hold on. I'll, I'll play devil's advocate. Okay. I don't think like listening to people move is supposed to make you well, move motion sick though, is it? <laughs> No, but you and okay. I both know. Okay, let, let's let's. I'm gonna. I've never listened to people having fun on a roller coaster and threw up. <laughs> oh, I have, but oh I'm God. not here to condescend your opinion. She, <laughs> she did not like. She could not listen. She did not like. Um, she didn't like all my moving around, and mm. I challenged. I challenged that and said, I honestly think that is what people like. I think they like disheveled driving around and uh so i'm asking your opinion Fred. uh yeah right. at, at, at the risk I, so i don't want to take sides what and yeah I'm, I'm gonna tackle that in a moment but i will give my opinion okay. um i i would say that it adds to the charm of the questions for okay, tv show um, that's what that's what i thought yeah. that's what i thought um, no, she just said, she said, it's just not for me, she said, which I understood. Actually, I respect I just, that that answer, you know, but, right? She acknowledges that yes, there are other things beyond I, her own. That is not common yes. among wives nowadays and, from what I hear I from was, my friends. So <laughs> I was I was just saying to her, I go, but I I was trying to explain to her, but I think that is what people like about the show is the fact that, you know, I'm sort of a mess. I mean, we're there to questions. hear you be you, right? Like, thank you. Thank you. The the answers are important and they're significant, especially mm-hmm. that comic one. I have listened to the show since, but oh, um, okay, good. <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. but that said, yeah, I I get it. Now, here's the thing, though. I just want to point something out here. I'm not necessarily walking on broken glass mm-hmm. um, when your wife's opinion and or thoughts on the show or surrounding the show get involved as much as it may seem, but it's more that it's a different relationship with an individual uh, such as your wife. I look forward to someday meeting her, but I never have. Mm -hmm. So I'm speaking about a person I've never even met. I've never even spoken to, right? Like I've heard Mm -hmm. her, but I've never spoken to her. Um, And so it's one of those things where it's like, I don't talk about someone at work if I don't know them, right? Or if they're not at the at the meeting or in the break room or something. <laughs> and so in that same regard, it's like, you know, like you, 
you try to be respectful. On the other mm-hmm. hand, I have a completely different relationship with my own wife or my mm-hmm. daughter for that matter. And if I were to dance around like I do regarding right. your wife's opinion with my wife or daughter, oh, I'd be fucking crucified for it. Oh, boy. They'd be like, don't be a pussy. Just yeah, give your opinion. What the fuck is so... So I just wanted to explain that, <laughs> if uh-huh. only for my own for my own well-being, <laughs> as, aware, uh-huh. as opposed to others. Like, just to justify myself to no one other than myself. Um, but, uh-huh. yeah. Like, I think all opinions are valid, and I don't know your yes. wife well enough. But mm-hmm. at the same time... Like, if my wife listened to the show, she would have criticisms, and she should speak them, and <laughs> I would share mm-hmm. them here. Mm-hmm. My wife will not listen to this show. She could not no. care less. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. there is that. And I'm yeah. fine with that, too. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think my wife cares about the show either. I truly think she's just listening to see what I say about it. Well, that's fair. My so wife that's... also doesn't have a job that she can listen to anything uh, while she's working. Yeah. And so that's that why I probably bring her has up a lot to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> because that's why I bring her up all the time. Because her, her ears perk up. Mm-hmm. You know, like like someone just came in the yard and she's a German well, shepherd. You know what I mean? My it's wife like, is my wife so, is heavily defensive. So if I make any mm. statements, even if it like remotely like if I make it my my wife has brown hair. That probably doesn't mm-hmm. make her a very distinct individual for that category alone. But like if I said something about brown haired girls she would mm-hmm. probably get defensive if she didn't agree because that's her nature. Like she's right. going to wall up if she thinks you're attacking her um, or criticizing yeah, I, her. And that's fine. I respect that. Um, but yeah, so there's that. So, <laughs> so yeah, she, she anyway, might come into the room right now. We don't know. <laughs> she's right. Outside I had to the get door. that off. <laughs> I had to get that. Uh, I had to get that off my, uh, that's fair. My chest. You know what I mean? Cause it was, I was like, what is this? What yeah, what of, the fuck are you doing you know? in that car anyway? What do you got? Like, what are you busy, man? What you got your fucking briefcase going? Like, what are you fucking lawyer? I am all over the map in that car. <laughs> Actually, Dunkin' yeah, Donut bags flying around everywhere. I was, I was driving during most of your episode. Okay. So you were talking about the Dunkin' and I was all getting sad because there's not a Dunkin' Donuts within like 15 miles of me. And like, mm-hmm. I was like, I want some Dunks. <laughs> I was like, but am I going to drive all the way out to 75th Street just to see a long line like he just described? No. No, I'm not mm-hmm. going to do that. Like, that's literally like 12 and a half miles up I-35. Like, I'm not going to fucking do that. Not going to do it. No. You're not going to do it. But, no. Price you know, choppers well, up how- the street. They've got perfectly good bagels and muffins well, you and know, uh, donuts. Uh, because I, I, I do value your opinion. Mm. You know, I, I mostly do stuff. So to make you laugh, for the most part. Uh, and, and you succeeded on that episode. Okay, so for a Rush show that I thought wasn't, that didn't have a lot of humor, in my opinion, because I was kind of like, you know. Oh, wow, no. Wow, what, what, is it okay? things you said. All right? <laughs> so, I don't know what I say. It was good. Like, <laughs> I never know what I say. Okay, so a couple of highlights that that's, just like don't escape problem. me. All right, I don't remember. Here's some, yeah, here's some peer review feedback. Here's here's okay, us. This thanks. is great. Our listeners definitely listen so that we can stroke each other's egos while we're on the yes. show. But anyway, um, the couple of times that really cracked me up was first of all the dunks thing because not only do you not get to dunks the first time, 
but then you circle back at your break and you do succeed. I do get it. Like it, it happens for the day. And I was like, God damn it. I wish I had that kind of conviction. Cause I don't like, I will go home and then bitch and worry about that for the next week. And yeah, but life's too short to sit there and let yourself dwell on something like that. uh, Yeah. But also I'm on the East coast so if there's a dunks closed and I tripped over the doorway, leaving the clo- you know, right. pulling on the locked door, and I turned and tripped, I'd hit hit my head on the door yes. of the one next door. Yes, and I remember that in in um in in Chicago, we would like get pissed off if you got off the train and there wasn't a Dunkin' Donuts in the in like that that you know exit yeah. area. Like, yeah, you'd be like, what the what the fuck? Yeah. Don't they know? Um, yeah. So so that was the first one. The other one was. Your your random comment about your coworker side eye and you, yeah, <laughs> I found that extremely amusing. Um, my boy Pete just getting get out of his car, walking by my windshield, just fucking. Like, you're like talking side eye pause for a minute, like my dog does when another dog comes out yeah. into the yard. He's just like, fucker side eye and me. <laughs> yeah, like, so that was that was rolled down the window. Yeah, I was rolled down the window. Like, what the fuck, man. <laughs> And then the last one was when, when that last listener, I, I forget his name. I'm sorry. I want to say it was Jason, but it might not have been. Um, wrote in about the comics and you're like, I think you've mistaken me for Fred. And you immediately do not answer a single ounce of that question. <laughs> you do give an answer, but it just is not what they asked. And I found no, that extremely would be, amusing. Um, it would be, this is a podcast, so like, not yeah. happening. By the I way, the book you were, not that you're ever going to remember this, but the book in question, you were like, what is it called when they collect a bunch of them together? Um, well, the the term that Marvel and I think comic people make is, you say, is omnibus. You say it all the, omnibus. Yes, you say it all the time. Yeah, it's not a normal word, though. Of, omnibus is not, you don't, you no, don't it ask doesn't. for that at the library. If you went in and asked a woman at the library, excuse me, can I find the omnibus? You got those succubuses up in here? She'd probably be like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying, sir? Succubus. What am I? I speak in English over here. Get the succubuses. The safer, uh, the yeah, the safer like catch-all is like uh, graphic novel or trade paperback or TPB. Like those are those are the ones. No. And and again, they're hardcover. I know, so you could just be like hardcover book. <clears throat> but yeah, 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 yeah. He, you know, he was being good about it. He wanted. To, he said, mm-hmm. like, "Hey, you like comics? Here's some. Can you give me some feedback? You know, let me know what you think of these podcasts." And you didn't mention a podcast, so I didn't listen to any of them. Um, no, he listed them, but I was just like, I'm not reading them. <laughs> you also, I said, I don't know you if you're also, a big comic. Yeah. You might be big comic, and you're right? trying to fucking pimp these, mm-hmm. and you run these. Maybe you got you yep. own a piece of these. No, you need to pay you're us. To get, we will totally. You, yeah, you're trying to shout these out. Now, to so. be clear to our listeners, um, that's not uh, not to you. But if, if just in case you're big comics, like you know, I was um, I was listening to all of my favorite podcasts, and I was listening to how you can manscape yourself, and mm-hmm. you can um, apparently people eat magic spoon, but uh, but the the big joke is like it tastes like shit. Apparently, <laughs> I didn't know this because I've never <laughs> bought it, but apparently, magic spoon tastes like shit. And then yeah. there's all these other ones, and I'm just like, yeah. Magic you know what? I kind of no, I, I never guessed this. it. No sugar. Yeah. You're right. Like, like well, but there are no sugar. Like, okay, you're right. They're not like no sugar. Let me like tell Kodiak you cakes my, have some sugar in them. So you're my right. mother-in-law is all one of these natural like 
no sugar type things. Like, you know, I go to get butter. I'm up at the cabin and I mm-hmm. go and get some butter. And it's like yogurt butter. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Or I go to make pancakes and it's like, you know, Kodiak gluten-free, cakes, no like sugar. Mine, yeah. uh-huh. it's, and it's just like, oh, someone puts Nothing sand ancient and flour. Grains and, yeah, and it's just and like, cinnamon. what is this? Yeah. After after we try to eat this, I can sand the fucking floor with it. <laughs> Disgusting. Give me some sugar, and then they got she's got like sugar free syrup. It's like, well, that's gross. Okay, see it's that. Like, okay, so you ready? Okay, now let no, me throw no, the gloves off. You, for me. you give me, give me Aunt Jemima's mix, right, or whatever they call I, it now. Aunt Jemima's fine, uh, I think. Right. And I don't know if Aunt Jemima's gone. Mis- Mrs. Buttersworth, I think, is still there because I think I still buy it. Yeah, see, she's there. I'm like, I want like the, forward. see, I'm the opposite of that. Like I, I do, you know me, I don't like sugar. I've, I've told you that many times. But if I'm going to make me some Kodiak cakes in the morning, mm-hmm. right before my swim or something, a little sugar is fine. And so I do the opposite. I don't do sugar free. I do like raw, mm-hmm. true blue, straight out of the fucking trees, roots, okay. like maple syrup. That. Like I want... See like that? true blue, authentic. Mm-hmm. Nothing's touched it. Don't give me all that corn right. syrup shit. Gotcha. Yeah, and so that's how I am about it. Like I'm like, okay, if you're gonna if you're gonna dive, dive deep, right? Like if you're gonna have a Coke, right? Get a Mexican Coke. Like get it for real. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, my teeth are rattling when I'm eating <laughs> my pancakes. Do you understand me? Do you understand me? My day is beginning. <laughs> I am fucking. <laughs> My energy is It is nothing but fucking artificial shit on my pancakes. I got oh, there it's go. like soaked with butter and Miss Buttersworth extra butter. You know what? Buttery. You, I'll be and honest with you. There's nothing probably unnatural about anything you just described. <laughs> you might be more organic than you think you're being in that scenario. <laughs> I don't know what's in your fucking pancakes. That I'll give you. But yeah. if you're at the cabin, you're obviously having probably some some good stuff. But like, right? Like, you know what it is, right? Like, pancakes are shit food, right? Like, I'm sorry to say it, but like, <laughs> yeah. it's not it's not made for human consumption. It is something we made to make ourselves feel better about ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I, for one, am all for it. But those mixes you're describing are designed to try to give us something our body needs. <laughs> and you know it is what it is so if you make those and you f- just slather on some legit butter and some legit syrup i think yeah. you're okay although i bet fucking <sighs> i bet your mrs buttersworth is just filled with high fructose corn syrup oh it better that be. shit is poison man you need to stop oh, doing it better be. <laughs> i don't know why i even bothered to say that <laughs> I know better. I know better. Yeah. And of course, like I'm the guy who yeah, likes. Here we are. <laughs> I like. I'm the guy who goes up to the local quick trip when I'm hankering, right? Like a crack addict. Like once a yeah. month, I got to run up to the quick trip and get that maple covered, um, <gasps> cinnamon roll. It's like a cinnamon yeah. roll made from like shitty products, covered in sugar. And then they were like, you know what? A cinnamon roll's missing. It's already full of butter and cinnamon and syrup and sugar and glaze. Let's throw a maple icing on top plus a crisscross pattern of vanilla icing to boot. 
the last thing go. they should do is just like put fucking ice cream on top with like a cherry, right? Like, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, and and that thing is seventy grams of carbs, most of it sugar, and it's just fantastic. You know, again, I talk shit. I'm always like, yeah, give me all that. But I'm also the same guy that rolls into the doctor's like, hey, my wrist stopped working. <laughs> so, you know, maybe well, you should. Have- you say that, right. but I'm about to give an anecdote of my own in a minute here. So there you go. So I'm sorry. So I, 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 I uh, well, thank you. That for was the a fun intro, though. I liked the, doing that. On, I think you should do that again. Yeah. Th- well, yes. Thank you for the uh, the compliments on the on the question with trees, and uh, yeah, question with trees. Trust questions for trees at gmail. Dot com. If people send some more in, I'll do another show. I'm a, I have a clean slate as of right now. I, I cleaned out all that shit. Cleaned them all out. There you go. And, uh, well, and if you want to send information about like comic book podcasts or something, that is oh, now I'm making it complicated. That's yeah. That's um, contact at gamehistory101.com. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you don't want to use an they, email address, I always like to say we have the anonymous one where you can go to gaminghistory101.com forward slash contact and it'll let you fill it out. We do ask you for an email address, but if you put me at two.com, like we don't know, like it, it'll accept it. <laughs> we don't yeah, really want to write no. you back. We'll just talk about it on the show. So. And as, as we know, if they, they accidentally go to my inbox, uh, they probably not properly get an answer. Actually, it reminds me, I've not checked our email in a long time. I'm going to check that. There you go. We might have a bunch. Holy shit, we do have one. What are you doing, Fred? <laughs> oh my god. Come on. And it's like a month old. Oh, my God. Andrew, I'm sorry. Okay. So, hold on. <laughs> okay. Job, and I'm buddy. not laughing because I forgot it. Like, I want to be clear about that. Uh-huh. So, first and foremost, um, uh, this doesn't directly relate to you, but I think it definitely relates to you. Um, somebody wrote a review on archive.org of Gaming History 101's 2016 archive that I put up. So thank you to oh. who did that. Um, but no, Andrew wrote an email on March 15th. Holy shit, man. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Whew. I'm doing that uncomfortable laugh. Okay. Actually, if you're ready, I'm going to read this real quick. Are you cool with this? Okay. I hope Here it doesn't go. have something in it that says, please don't read this on the show. I don't think it does. Okay, here we go. Um, the subject is Nintendo games versus Sony games, at least at first. Okay, so he writes, Hello again, long time no write. TV killed the radio star, Discord killed listener mail. He says that, but like, mm. that just reminded me, it's been months since I went on the Discord. I, I have to apologize <laughs> to everyone who has been on the Gaming History 101 Discord. There's probably been no one, but if there has been... They know that I'm not there. Um, Anyway, but sometimes you get a good incentive to write, as I do now. This is regarding something mentioned in an episode that is about two months old now. Okay, so we're a month behind on the email. He's two months behind on the show. I think I feel better. Anyway, Mm -hmm. Fred, you were attempting to compare old Nintendo and Sony games, likening them to early Disney and 90s Disney. Not too bad, but I thought about this for years, and believe me, I have a better way to put it. Okay, he's piqued my interest. If you hear a bunch of, like, rabid uh-huh. wolverines upstairs, that's my dogs. They have decided to bark at each other every night when they get kenneled up together. Anyway, they're not in the same kennel. They're in side-by-side kennels, but they bark at each other for some reason. Anyway, 
Nintendo started way early in the 8-bit era, beating Sony by a decade. Back then, games were just short challenges with a high score and a feeling of satisfaction when you reach the end credits. In other words, little to no story. Because of that, Nintendo developers did not bother creating deep characters. Those characters were just dudes you controlled. They might as well just be you. Little to no personality. <laughs> Touche. So similarly to having almost no story, the protagonist having almost no personality, almost no effort was put into marrying the characters with the world. To make it crystal clear, why is Mario a plumber? Why is he Italian? Why is he an Italian plumber who spends his days jumping on monsters and mushrooms? Does any of that ha matter... Wait, does any of that matter in Super Mario Brothers? It does not, and nobody cared. So, since the beginning, Nintendo's policy was generally to have characters to be put in any world, and the gameplay could be anything. Perhaps The Legend of Zelda and Metroid were rare first-party exceptions, but then again, the protagonist would normally just be you. Sony, as mentioned, started 10 years later. So perhaps they were playing with a little bit of a fuller deck and had the benefit of 10 years of gaming evolution. But whether due to having an unfair advantage or smart choices, Sony games generally had something Nintendo games did not. And he put NOT in all capitals. Protagonists that had a defined personality, had gameplay that suited them, and lived in worlds that they fit. PS1 saw a lot of third-party developers making games, but the moderate number of exclusives already showed what I'm getting at. Crash is a mutated exotic animal who lives in the exotic land of, basically, Tasmania. Excuse me. And he runs around in place battling mad doctors that created him. Spyro is a dragon who lives in a fantasy world and fights magical fantasy creatures that threaten the dragon kingdom. Gabe Logan is a spy and a soldier who infiltrates men, uh, enemy bases and tries to stop terrorists from using biological weapons. For PS2, Ratchet's a mechanic who, uh, and pilot living in a sci-fi galaxy who travels from planet to planet trying to stop villains and trying to do evil to the whole galaxy. Sly Cooper is a thief living in a cel-shaded world inspired by old comics, heist movies, and 90s cartoons, and his gameplay is sneaking and fighting guards when caught. Jack is a dude who lives in a fantasy sci-fi world, I promise we're getting to the end, of platforming kitchen and kitchen sinks, and I fucking love the games for what they are. Yes, the last example is a part of a joke. I will now summarize what I was trying to get at. Since the beginning, Sony Exclusive Games mastered the art of marrying the protagonist, the world, and the gameplay into one cohesive package while having strong art direction in almost every case. Nintendo Exclusives generally, while having good gameplay, which I won't deny, had wacky characters with little personality doing somewhat unrelated things in worlds they don't entirely belong to. And yes, exceptions exist. I wrote too much as usual... But I do not regret typing that, all that. Perhaps now a world will finally understand the key difference between Nintendo exclusives and the first decade of Sony exclusives. Later, Sony games tend to be bland, on the blander side of cool. <laughs> I don't mm. know what he's talking about. There's nobody cooler than Nathan Drake. <laughs> he's pretty cool. He has a half tuck. <laughs> he does. And I dare Amy anybody Hennig to do a half tuck and pull it Tom off. Tom Holland represented him. Anyway, thank you, Andrew, for writing in. And actually, he makes a good point, though. Like, Nintendo probably does have exceptions, but if you go back to old school NES era and arcade era, right, they're just they're just a means to an end. Whereas I, I never thought about it until he said it, and I wasn't a huge first-party PS1 gamer, and I was definitely not a PS2 gamer. I skipped the PS2 when it first came out. I saw the running of the nerds and that Best Buy hill, Right, and I mm. just was like, "Fuck that!" I took the path yeah. of least resistance. No one wanted an Xbox, and very few 
it seemed, wanted a GameCube at launch. And I imported one, so that, that was even easier. But, um, but yeah, if they had known what the GameCube was going to fetch for those shitty ports nowadays, they probably would have jumped at it. Do you have a GameCube, Trees? I had one, yeah. Not anymore. You don't anymore? I sold. If you I did now, it. that bubble's huge. Like, you can fetch, yeah. like, 150 to 200 for a fucking console if you have wow. a decent working controller. And then, like, some of the shittiest games on that console fetch, like, a fuck ton of money. Hmm. Like, Eternal Darkness, do you remember that trash fire? No, I'm just kidding. I just wanted to piss someone off. Um, but, yeah, like, unless you did hate Eternal Darkness, which is fine, too. But, anyway, thank you, Andrew. Um, he makes a good point, And I am really enjoying, like, exploring that PS2 Sony first party, right? Like, I've played the recent yeah. first Jack and Daxter I've played, uh, I still haven't played the first Ratchet and Clank. It's weird that I haven't touched that one since I played so much of it starting in the PS3 era. Right. Um, and I mean, but yeah, I'm big on it, right? Because up in up in New, New Hammy, up at the cabin, all I have is PlayStation 2 first party games. Hell yeah. And I would part. even say like with a lot of the third party, it was still very much like a Sony property. Like a good example of that would be like Yakuza, right? That's Sega. But that lives nowhere else. Maybe it does now because mm-hmm. of the Kiwami games, but like that's so much further down the line. Like that, even though it wasn't successful, like that, that, um, what is it? Kiryu? He lives in that world. Like the two are one and they're very well mm-hmm. defined in the PS2. Now, again, it's not as strong as what Andrew's describing, but like, again, it's, it's just another example that even on the third party side, like they, they exist solely to and from the world that they're in much more connected than say a, a majority of you know nintendo games because right. fuck super mario sunshine as you know but anyway <clears throat> all right so if you want your email to be missed for over a month um contact yeah. gaming history all right all right finally 25 minutes in i'm gonna jump into 26 30 to be specific but i'm gonna jump into okay. my week okay so trees, I'm falling apart. I'm fucking old. Okay. Holy shit, am I old? So, oh my God. and I'm not old. That's what's pissing me off. Yeah. Right? Despite like being ten years younger than you or ish, and trying to eat healthy, which I'm not saying you don't, but like I think you care less than I, I do. I don't. I don't at all. And I go to the gym all the time, and I fucking hate it. I fucking hate it. I've been swimming and the pool's been cold because it's that part of spring where it's like not hot, but it's not cold outside. Anyway, um, I'm a mess. So first things first, I woke up and my ankle hurt. Have you ever had, do you ever just wake up and your fucking ankle is just like gone? Yeah. Oh, okay. So that is a thing that happens all, to other people. All, okay. All types of body parts. Okay. <laughs> Knees, wrists, okay. pinkies. So... I think the culprit is, it's definitely in my sleep, but I think the culprit is, is that I like to tuck myself in. Like I like to tuck my, I like to tuck the, the comforter underneath my feet. And my wife and I are in full blown, like married for almost 15 years mode. So she's got a weighted blanket she sleeps on, on her side. Mm-hmm. And then I have yes. my own comforter and she'll grab it from time to time. Cause we have a king size bed and it's a king size comforter, but Normally, she's like, you can fucking have it. I don't care. Burrito yourself up three times over. I fucking care. Like, just leave me alone. Just don't touch me. <laughs> right. Anyway, um, that, that, that whole thing you see in the movies 
where they're they're like doing big spoon, little spoon every night as like a couple that have been married for 30 years. I'm not saying that doesn't happen. I'm just saying it's not often. <laughs> right. Um, for me. For me. I'm not saying anybody else. Um, but uh, so I woke up and yeah, my ankle hurt. So I was fucking limping in the mornings like for half the week. And then um, I fucked up my brain. Okay, that's new. I don't know how to describe that. Yeah, so I was lifting at the time. I still lift weights and stuff like that at the gym. I'm probably stopping as of today. Um, it was about two weeks ago, and I wasn't doing the heavy lift, right? Like, I usually do a pretty heavy bench press, and I do, like, pull-ups, right? Like, like the true blue, like, wide extension pull-ups to my chin. And I do the dips. Like, most of the stuff I do my own body weight, and I weigh, uh-huh. like, 190, 195, depending. Um, but this was like the, the bullshit on the side, right? The, the pussy shit. Like I was doing like something. I don't remember what it was. I was doing some press or something. And all of a sudden my neck started to hurt on my right side, the back of my neck. So I stopped. I'm not an idiot. I stopped lifting immediately. I was actually on a machine. I just dropped the, I put the weights down and I stopped. And like, I could kind of just feel something tense up for a minute, right? My neck felt weird. It almost didn't feel like pain as much as just odd, okay? Right. I wouldn't say it was tingling or anything. It was definitely pain, but it was like a dull pain, but it seemed like wider spread, right? Like it seemed to kind of like work its way through half my skull. (laughs) And then it went away. Okay. And ever since then... It's usually when I try to do some wide form of motion or something, and it comes and goes. Like, it's not even like a morning-night thing. It's like, for two hours, it'll be a problem, and then it'll go away for, like, eight hours. But, like, I will have just pain right at the back of my skull, like at the base, where, like, my skull and my neck meet. And if I do certain things, like if... I have sinus issues and like with barometric pressure and stuff, especially my sinus surgery, that can happen a lot. I'll get some sinus backup or if like I bend down and pick up the dogs or if like I sneeze really hard or something, I can trigger a fucking headache like you wouldn't believe. And if I don't trigger a headache, it can be like a surge of pain that just radiates up the right side of my skull like in a small place. And most people ask me, they're like, do you feel numbness? No. Do you feel tingling? No. Does it go to your shoulders? No. Does it go to your arms? No. And they're like, oh, okay, then it's not scary. Does your face get numb? No. And I'm, they're like, well, it's not scary. And I was like, no, it's scary enough for me. Like, this is a thing that should not be. I should not mm-hmm. feel that kind of pain. Right, right, right. And so I don't know what the fuck's going on. So I'm going to have to go get it oh. checked out. I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do, right? I'm going to go ahead and see my doctor. I'm going to tell him this shit. He's not going to have a fucking clue what's going on. Like, no, no. no offense to my doctor. It's just you can't diagnose yeah. something like that by just... Into the into the tube with you. Yeah. Yeah, there's an MRI in my future, right? I know that's I, where this is going. Back in my uh, 30s, somewhere back in my 30s, way back when, I was doing that. I was at the gym when I used to go a lot, like five, mm-hmm. six days a week. And uh, same thing. I went over to the uh, the rack, dumbbell rack. Mm-hmm. And I was going to do shrugs and I lifted some off and like literally something in my neck pulled or something. I was like, ah, oh. so I put them back and then I went to turn and realized like I t- couldn't turn. Like it was one of those things you always hear about, like yeah. someone who bends like over to pick up a penny and, stuff, and yeah. their back like doesn't work. <laughs> yes. Same thing. I was like, all of a sudden I couldn't turn my neck. I was like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? And I went right back out 
trying to back out of the gym. I could have turned around. I was like, what the f-? And to this day, once in a to this day, if uh, like if I push in around that area, like I still feel something. You know, See, it's so tender in a weird way. Yeah, it and that's what scares 20 me. Twenty years. <laughs> I've had <laughs> injuries where the range of motion goes away. This time, the range of motion didn't go away. But mm-hmm. so I can move my neck no problem. But that doesn't mean it doesn't fucking hurt sometimes, right? And so. Yeah, I'll have to figure it out. That does make me feel better, though. And a lot of people are like, that sounds like a pinch nerve or something. So hopefully that's yeah, yeah, what yeah. it is. I don't want a pinch nerve, no. but I'd rather a pinch nerve than like a brain tumor. And if it is a brain tumor, I'm not too brain tumor. freaking out. Well, it's the well, first you place. Jump, you make a jump right there. Is it? Is it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> first place Fred goes, baby. I, mind you, I'm not talking cancer. Right I'm talking tumors. tumors. I, I come from a world where there are lots of tumors that are not I know. cancerous. But I yeah, know. and it's fine. I'll get it cut out of me. If they have to kill a facial nerve, I'll look like Mark Ruffalo. It's fine. He's attractive. Like it's, wow. I'll be, I'll be good. I'll be good. Um, I'm very pragmatic about this stuff, but yeah. And then, and then to boot trees, getting the dogs more water yesterday. Yeah. And we have one of those like picnic bench dinner tables where like one side's okay. a bench and the other side yes. is like my, a bunch of t- uh, wife- chairs. Literally, my wife was looking at one, a very expensive set tonight. That she yeah, they're wants. not cheap. No. But, but they're nice. I, I won't lie. Equally. Like, if you end up in that scenario, they, I do like that we did it. It was a tough sell when my wife got me to yeah. buy it. But, like, yeah, I, think I am thankful now. I think we're pulling the trigger on one. This well, soon. so I bashed my knee on the side of that fucking bench. And it's, of course, my knee that swells up and I can't bend it and I have to limp around the fucking house all day. The good news is I work from home now, so it's less of a problem. But, yeah, I'm falling apart, man. And I, I was at the gym, and I'm, I'm the one who's always pissed off at the gym. It was funny because I was at the gym today swimming. And like mm-hmm. I told you, they've been keeping it cooler than normal. And so, Oh, wait, maybe I didn't tell you this. But, like, yeah, they've been <clears> keeping <throat> it cooler than normal. I think the heater's broken. They don't want to admit it. And so it's like 78 degrees in there. And that's cold water. So when I yeah, jump yeah, in, yeah. my heart like just skyrockets in pacing and <laughs> until I warm up. And my body's like, what the fuck are you doing? We're already increasing the heart rate to heat up. And you're going to start exercising? What the fuck is your problem, man? Hmm. I'm going to send myself to an early grave like those wrestlers who are all in shape, I, but then they like die. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I mean, you, you can look at the, the bright side, Fred. Please. Um, <laughs> It, uh, it it just keeps going downhill from here. Oh, so, fantastic. You know what I'm saying? It's not like you're going to get younger. I feel so, like I'm getting dared to just stop working out, which I'm willing to take that dare. <laughs> I haven't been to the gym since my son was like six months old. Like I tried to keep it going. Mm-hmm. And then at some point between just him being a baby and me having shit to do, in my time frame of going to the gym, and I was not going to be one of those people getting up at four thirty in the morning. Yeah, to I go can't to the be gym. that person either. Yeah, and I wasn't going to be one of those persons finding like yo know, at Planet Fitness at like eleven thirty at night. Nope. I'm, I, I'm I used to be that not, person, yeah. but I can't now that I, I'm a family man. Yeah. yeah. So that's the last time I entered a gym, and then in the last like three years, the whole like <clears throat> you know TikTok trend. Uh-huh. Of, of, um, people filming in the gym and making fun mm-hmm. of people. Like I'll never set foot <laughs> in a gym again. Well, luckily, 
at my why, I don't think anyone's old enough to know how, or young enough to know how to operate a cell phone. So I'm pretty safe. That's good. I um, would love that. Yeah, they, that would be my gym. Yeah, the 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 why always says like I'm like the pool's closed and they're like yeah you didn't see the Facebook post and I'm like oh my god they need <laughs> you know when I used to go to Gold's right uh-huh. back in the day uh, they had a um, women's only section mm. right so the whole gym's co-ed mm-hmm. and stuff but they did have a separate um, little gym area for like you know anybody who's self conscious <clears throat> or whatever you know what I mean. And I understand that. And I always felt there's funny. also weights that can be made for women, like the 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 uh, bench press bar and the pull up bar and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Well, they they can make them slightly lighter. It's better for women's like. I think structure. this place was truly just for anybody that was more self conscious. Because Gold's Gym, when you go to Gold's Gym, yes, it's a it's lot of CrossFit of, girls that yeah. are wearing sports bras and like underwear. That mm-hmm. match, and they really are only there to hang off a machine and talk to another dude. Yes, uh, that looks like they came from this. They split from the same fucking gene, mm-hmm. you know, fucking thread. So it's like it's been a long yeah, time so they had since I've seen that kind of flirting. But yes, I'm familiar with it. But so they had a separate for girls that women that truly are just like, yeah, I don't want to deal with any of that shit. But they left us poor awkward guys out in the cold right, too. Because I'm like, where's my private gym? Yeah. Well, I don't have to look at this bullshit either. You know what I mean? Where, you know, where I'm trying to bench press and I have high school kids snickering at me. Like I don't need right, that yeah. either. Uh, yeah, I won't but lie. Now, um... now with the now with the people filming everywhere, it's like, why don't they have like camera free fo- like gyms they, they must should. right there must they, be some yeah, they, gyms they that are should. like yeah. no filming like you film your fucking i bet the 24 hour fitness by my house has something like that but i i wouldn't know right now what i'm fighting is the guy who like finds the and i i mean this with all due respect but he finds the geriatric pool to be like a little too much action for him so he mm. takes up an entire lap lane so that he can just like float on his back with his big belly in the air and fart a couple oh. of times every couple okay. of minutes. And he just sits there for hours. But lately, since the lap pool, which is usually at like 83, 84 degrees, has been at 78, that's just uh-huh. a little too cold if you're not moving, right? <laughs> like, so they haven't been there. I've actually had the greatest time in the last couple of weeks. But anyway, I digress. I do all that work and I. I'm like, for You're what? No apart. one fucking cares. Yeah, and my dad told me apart. I'm insane. My dad's just like, eat right and walk the fucking dogs once a day. Why is this so hard for you? You won't fucking have a broken knee, I'll tell you that. I was like, okay. George Burns smoked a cigar yeah. and drank like, did he drink like whiskey, a gin? Something like that. Every single day until he died and he was like, was he like 102 or 98 oh, yeah. or something? There was, yeah. there's a, I read that article that says that like, once you turn like 75 or something, you should be drinking three to six ounces of whiskey a day to preserve your keeps the blood. Yeah. Keeps the blood flowing, man. Keeps it pumping through that hot. Well, I Listen, can't wait. I'm, I'm never, already ahead of the curve. Never forget that the man in the 70s who invented uh, jogging as a fitness craze mm-hmm. uh, died jogging. Uh, you know, he had a heart attack while jogging. Always well, remember and- that. Actually, funny you mentioned that. I'll never forget this. Um, There was this incredibly in shape uh, gym teacher we had. I grew up in um, Libertyville, Illinois. Went to Libertyville Mm -hmm. High School, the Wildcats. And um, 
we had this, I forgot his name, but he was this very charismatic, super buff, like, and he wasn't like very muscular. He was very lean, but just really like, you know, Hollywood ripped, like Mm -hmm. Brad Pitt style, um, gym teacher. And he was in charge of the lake run. They actually did like electorals in electorals, whatever you want to call it, in our gym. So when you would Mm -hmm. go to gym class, you didn't just go to gym class. Like you would sign up for different tracks, right? Like some people wanted to do lifting and some people wanted to do running and some people wanted to do football and some people wanted to do soccer. And you had like those four choices and they split us up. And like an idiot, I always did the running thing because I always thought, because my fat ass, like I was like fat in high school. And so I wanted to get thinner and it did help me get thinner. But like, that's why I always signed up for it. Anyway, that guy, yeah, he was like incredible and he would run 80 miles a week. And he would do these Mm -hmm. random marathons where he would run like through cross country over a weekend, like a hundred miles and stuff like that. He would do shit like that all the time. And I met his wife once and she was super fucking like CrossFit hot too. Like I was like, these two fucking people, they're like an Oakley's Mm -hmm. ad. And yeah, he dropped fucking dead at 33 years old of a heart attack. Yeah. 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 And that just blew my mind when it happened. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. I was like, he must have had you the know, healthiest heart in the world. And they were like, yeah, but there might be mileage on those things. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm don't work like, out. I want to make that very clear to the listeners. But like, one of the last times, one of the last times I went to Golds, mm-hmm. I was like trying to work out. It's like, boom, boom, boom. I'm like, what the fuck? And I turn and there's just this hot girl flipping a fucking tire down the middle of there Golds. Go. The gym, Yeah. The Jim like, Jones, going on? the Jim Jones program. Yeah. yeah, but meanwhile, if she had to change her own tie, she'd be like, "Ew." <laughs> well, meanwhile, she's she doesn't have a, in a bikini truck like she does. Yeah, and meanwhile, she's in a bikini tie. wearing Nike. She's in a bikini wearing Nikes, flipping a fucking tractor tire down well, so the middle of the. They always, like, they always give me, on here? they always give me shit at the gym because I don't, um, I don't go for like distance or like speed mm-hmm. or anything. I, when I swim, I, I bring a workout pre-prepared and I go 30 minutes and then I stop. And I usually mm-hmm. have gotten it down to where like my workout makes it work. But like I'm 30 minutes of swim and I stop. Like I don't want to overexert myself. Like, and I know that sounds foolish, but like I know I'm not working out a bad diet. Like I'm just trying to stay in shape and keep my heart sustained. You know what I mean? Like I'm not trying to break any records here. Um, but... Yeah, it is what it is. And and I I really stand by like the guy at my gym who like runs one of the fitness programs. He has this fun like he has all these crazy fucking programs he does where we're like we swim a lap and then we do a push up and then you swim the second lap and you do two push ups and you swim a third lap and mm-hmm. you do three push ups and that shit will just rock your fucking body. But like and he always says like stop at 25 minutes, cool down and get the fuck out of the water. Like just don't don't go crazy. Don't kill yourself. And I'm not doing a good job of keeping that advice. I need to keep my shit straight. But I've got that going on. I'm also trying to fix myself mentally, Trees. I know you're probably going to... I don't know how you feel about this, but I'm starting to see a therapist. Finally, finally found a therapist. Holy shit. With all these whiny teenagers trying to take mental health days so they don't have to actually have real jobs. I mean, (sighs) as as an Irishman yeah, on the East Coast... We tend to, um, we just shove 
everything down <laughs> deep down into to our feet until we take it out on our family. That's yeah. kind of how yeah, we Costa handle. Ricans do that too. Trust me, I that, know yeah, that's, that, that's sort of how we handle handle that. So I'm trying to you get into I mean? yeah. Well, so I'm trying to get into therapy. Um, I knew I was in good when I've only done one session so far, but I think I'm gonna. You know, I, I started to establish a rapport with her. Um, I knew I was good because she was running late. And when she connected, she was like, oh my fucking God, I'm so fucking sorry. I was so fucking late. This is fucking fucked. <laughs> I was like, I think wow. I can get along with this human being. <laughs> and she was good. She's, she's a good therapist for me, at least, at least initially. We'll, we'll see what, what comes up. See how uh, we it goes. have very non-committal stuff right now, but I'm doing it, uh, virtually, but I had very strict rules, um, I wanted to see a psychologist, not a psychiatrist. So I don't want somebody who will prescribe me drugs. And more importantly, I needed somebody who has a PhD in psychology. I don't want okay. these life coaches, mental health professionals, social workers that didn't want to work for the state anymore kind of stuff. I'm not saying they're not good at what they do. I'm saying I just am particular about what I want. And since I'm paying for this service, I want what I want. <laughs> So I also had to find somebody who was available. So I finally think I found it. We'll see what happens. So okay, good. I'm still good fucked up in the skull right now, but the, you know I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. All right. Um, Aren't we all? Aren't we all? So on a more fun note, um, mm -hmm. we showed the kid. Um, we did Friday night movie night, and we figured it was time. We showed the girl uh, Dumb and Dumber. Oh, okay. I'm not a big Dumb and Dumber fan. Oh, that movie is so fucking stupid. Not I even, love it. Not even back in the day when it was like the oh. shit. I still wasn't kind of... I was like 11, like my daughter was, and I thought that movie was so fucking hilarious. Mm. It doesn't age well, like especially with... Um, I mean, I know I'm on the outs on this one. Like I do, I do understand uh, most people... you might have are, just more like, support than you think, but, but continue. But... I was I was never into it. Well, and now they've un, uh, they've released the unrated cut. So like when you buy mm -hmm. that movie for like nine bucks on Amazon, you get the unrated cut. And I'm like, well, how bad could it be? Oh, <laughs> they lean heavily into gay jokes. Did you know there's a bunch of cut gay jokes from that movie? I don't know, but I mean, what is that? A what, who made that movie? So I don't know who made it, but who's in it is Jeff Daniels and Jim Carrey. I know, I know that. I didn't know who directed it. I didn't know if it was. Uh, I don't know. It's a good question. You want me to look it up? What? I'm confusing them with Farley Brothers. Yes, that's it's not, not the Farley that's, Brothers, unless yeah, it is. Yeah, it's not Farley. I don't think it is. It has yeah. that same tone, though, doesn't it? But I was because I was going to say when you say Gage, so I was like, yeah, it sounds like. Oh Farley my God! It is Brothers. the the Farelli. Peter Farelli is who did it. Yeah. No. Well, maybe no. The Farley Brothers is the one that no, did yeah, he did all of that stuff. There's something about Mary, me, myself, and Wait. Irene, and he continued to do all the Dumb and Dumber stuff. Also did Kingpin, love that. That movie. is the Farley Brothers. Yeah, thing. it is Hall Pass. Okay, so yeah, yeah. They're, they're big on gay jokes. <laughs> yeah, apparently they are. Um, so I, I didn't so. yeah, realize yeah, how many gay that. jokes yes. are in there, but when you see the full scene, you realize it. So like when they're in the Love Hotel. There's this whole scene where, like, Lloyd's just like, you'd fuck me, wouldn't you? Like, he doesn't use vulgar language or anything, but he's like, you'd have sex with me and you'd like it. And this and that. And, like, the part where Seabass meets him in the bathroom in that second 
scenario where mm-hmm. Seabass breaks in there. Yeah, there's a whole scene where he unzips his pants and full blown drops Trow. And Autumn's like, "Is he gonna? Is he gonna do sex to his mouth?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh fuck." <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I probably we've earned our explicit right there, but. So I had to explain to my daughter, um, not what that was, but (laughs) that movies have weird jokes. (laughs) Yeah. So hilarious. But by and large, um, the ones that really play for me are a lot of the smarter jokes, I guess I would say. I don't think they're super smart, but like the one where he's like, I'm talking about a place called Aspen. He goes, I don't know, Lloyd, the French are assholes like that. That always made me chuckle. Um, when he gives, he sells Petey to that blind kid. <laughs> He's taped oh, the bird. I remember that. that yeah, they shit, taped that head on the bird. That shit. That's funny. <laughs> and then, I'm sorry, I'm five years old. When he does the x lacks and he just, just dumps in that broken toilet. It's so good. And... I forget if this was in the unrated cut only or in the normal cut. I don't think this is in the normal cut. Did you see in the normal cut where he rips the toilet out of the floor and starts pouring it out the back the back wall? Uh, no, he like I opens the window watched. and he starts pouring it out the window. No, okay. no, I barely watched the okay. regular movie. Okay. So. But anyway, I found that movie. Yeah, still good. My daughter found it pretty funny. She said she didn't like the sex jokes. Didn't think they were necessary. Didn't think they were funny. And I was like, yeah, in the original version, they're not really as obviously there, right? They hint at it, but they don't make it so obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and yeah, so she found it amusing. Probably not going to be like, you know, not going to ask to watch it again. But she was like, okay, I, mm-hmm. I get it. You You were kids once and you thought this stupidness was funny. Um, she did have a couple of moments where she found stuff pretty funny, but yeah, she thought they're stupid ass tuxedos. Those, those blue and orange ones. She found those to be pretty funny. Um, and there's also a part where Jim Carrey just runs up to Jeff Daniels in, in the mm-hmm. beginning of them entering that party and just nails him with a cane in the back of the knees. And that's so fucking painful that I just, I thought that was hilarious. But anyway, so we watched Dumb and Dumber. Okay. And then um, we went and saw the, uh, my wife and I did, we didn't bring the kid to this and she did not want to see it, but we went and saw Evil Dead Rise. Did you see Oof. this? No, I seen the trailer. I was like, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. I mean, I was huge on the original ones because that mm-hmm. was pop culture sure. back when I was, you know, 19, 20. Like <laughs> Evil Dead 2 was like the shit when I was like dead a by teenager. Dawn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so... And then I remember after Evil, you know, Evil Dead Two, we went and watched the original Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. It weren't so, <laughs> so we're laughing at that one. Yeah, so much. most people go and watch the original after seeing <laughs> yeah, because Evil Dead Two is having fun, right? It's tongue in cheek. Yeah, it's out of control. And then but, uh, oh, when that fucking, you go watch the original like low budget one, you know, when like, that fucking Ooh. deer laughs at him, and then you see the low budget one, which is like, oh my god, they trapped these kids in a cabin yeah, and hacked him to pieces. <laughs> it's gonna scary. Yeah. So I mean, Evil Dead Two. The only thing that freaked me out was a fruit cellar scene. Yes, with the like, old woman. Yeah. yeah, that generally freaked me out. But otherwise, than that like it was, it was a pretty goofy movie. And you know, you want to talk about uh, pop 
pop culture of a you know of a time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Evil Dead Two was it. Well, you know? Evil Dead Two was interesting because um, not to get all film nerdy on you, but Evil Dead Two bombed incredibly at the box office, but it just thrived in home rental, right? Like, well, in the, in the movies, it was one of those rare rated R. Uh, mm-hmm. Like back in back in the eighties, it was these weird tags that were like seventeen and up. Like it wasn't like right, it wasn't R-rated. like Friday the Thirteenth. It was like, wait a minute, we're not going to let kids come into this R rated movie. I, yeah, I forget what the name. It was like R restricted or something. But back in the day, there was rated R, which meant you know if you had a parent, they could bring you. Right. But this was like no, like not even with a parent. And so it like hurt it. You know what I mean? Like no one would run it. Yeah, there was no rating designation, but a lot of theaters and then subsequently video stores would make that rule. And I think Blockbuster didn't even carry it. Mm-hmm. I seem to remember Blockbuster not carrying Dead yeah. by Dawn or the original for that matter. But like, yeah, that was the big deal. And then Army of Darkness was a big chuckle fest, right? Like it gave way to like yeah, Hercules was- and that was Sam Raimi yeah. getting into his like you know, Spider-Man phase and all that stuff. So um, Army of Darkness doesn't, but then they rebooted it, right? Like in 2015, I think it was, 2016, they remade Evil Dead. And that one was, you know, Raimi and Bruce Campbell paid for it, but like that was not by them. And it was like retelling that same story, but even creepier. And it was, the word is visceral. There's no better (laughs) word for it. It was brutal. And this one goes, hey, it's 2023. How can we be really fucked up? (laughs) And they found it. I will give it to them. Everything that makes you squirm is in this movie. Straight up. And I won't spoil a second of it so that you don't have to hear it. And especially for fans. But like, if you can think of something that the human body really shouldn't have done to it, there's probably some degree of it in this movie. It was fucked up. <laughs> it looks it. The trailer alone is fucked up, man. And I'm not going to lie. I'm just going to spoil a little hint of this. You think that just because there's young kids in this movie, right? Like her three children are like, what, 15, 13, and 8? Mm-hmm. They're not above fucking with any and all three of those kids. Mm. Oh, yes. They are all meat for the beast i will say and that was very surprising to my wife (laughs) yeah yeah it's like you go into that movie and you're like well we know they're going to be okay and they even start the movie doing that and then something happens to someone and you're like oh fuck (laughs) so yeah 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 no one's safe in this one um so i'm good it was yeah but it was good. It was good. So if you really want to see something really fucked up where things will happen that make you squirm and just the trailer alone, I think you can attest to this trees has bones cracking in ways they never should crack. Oh yeah. Mm. That's just the tip of the iceberg of what they do in this movie. I don't want to oversell it. It's not fighting to be one of the most visceral or creepy horror movies that's ever been made, but it definitely does a good job of being like, we know what, we know the expectation and we're going to we're going to try to raise that bar and jump it so and they they succeed i would say they definitely nice. pulled it off yeah 
Well, Great way to it. spend a Saturday afternoon. Got out there. I was hungry afterwards, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and on the subject of really visceral and kind of shitty, um, wrapped up with one more movie. Uh, I watched The Toxic Avenger this week. The original? Mm-hmm. 1984, okay. Lloyd Kaufman's Toxic Avenger. Have you seen this movie? I mean, I did back in the day. Sure. I'm not going to get deep into it, I promise. <laughs> Yeah, so I watched that movie. Uh, the reason I watched it is because I played a video game that came out called The Troma Project. Troma Films is who made that. They're known now for making more softcore porn stuff. I'm just going to tell you, mm. if you are familiar with to- Troma and their classics, just to name drop a handful of them, there's The Toxic Avenger. There was uh, Sergeant Kabuki Man, NYPD, Surf Nazis Must Die, Class of Newcomb High, um, Terra Farmer, and then probably Tromeo and Juliet. I think that's probably the biggest ones. If you're used to those, right. which were kind of like weird hybrid, like gore films that were also kind of like superhero, but had plenty of sex laden in them, sex and nudity. Nowadays, their stuff that's like vampire flesh monsters from outer space or something, they are full-blown softcore porn. It's just hot chicks getting naked with lots of piercings, and then there's kind of like a plot in this in the background. I think oh, okay. I bought one of those on a whim at like a Walmart sale for five fifty-five, and like, sorry. If I need porn, the internet's got me covered. Like, this is too soft. Like, I don't see the value in any of these movies. But I do like the old Toxic Avenger stuff. In fact, the original Toxic Avenger, I think, is a better movie, especially in hindsight now, than I think it was given credit for. But it was always just this cult thing, right? It was much like Dead by Dawn, like, or maybe the original Evil Dead more so, where it was just this like hyper-violent, sex-loaded, kind of like kind of dirty view on the world and he was like this fucked up superhero who would like just mangle people do you remember that like he would just violently destroy and kill bad guys right like that was his whole thing yeah he was no batman no but yeah talk yeah i don't again all these movies Mm -hmm. it's like you know at my age that i was when all these came out the the trauma stuff Mm mm-hmm it was like I was supposed to be into them because everybody was like, but I wasn't. Like I'd watch them begrudgingly, <laughs> sure. And and like like especially Toxic Avenger, like the stuff that was in that movie mm-hmm. made me feel bad. I remember feeling bad. I to this get day, it. I feel there's a there's this part for people who've never seen it where the the, the like the bad people are just like these jocks, right? <laughs> But they're really bozo and scud. Yeah. But they're just like really (laughs) violent for no reason. And they're just like, and there's a pot where they like, this little kid like is on his bike and he leaves his grandparents' house. He's like, bye, grandma, grandpa. (laughs) And then they drive by him and they're like, oh, he's so cute. I love him. And they're waving at him. He's like, hello. And then they just turn around and run him over. Mm -hmm. And then it's like in close up, they run over his head with the back of the car tire. They show it. Yeah, he survives the car crash. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. Like, I remember being in high school, because I was in high school, I think, when that came out. And I felt bad. Like, (laughs) oh, no, you should. Like, I'm so used to practical effects these days and stuff. I know it's fake, but it's. I still feel bad. To this day, when I see 
like bullying mean stuff in movies and shows. Yeah. Like I feel it hurts my soul and I hate watching it. So like that movie was not like, you know, I didn't care. That movie was fucked up. And and if you think that was what he just described was bad, like that movie is filled with that stuff. So please don't think I'm encouraging people to see this stuff. I'm just, I like weird fucked up shit. Anyway, um, so they I was gave, watching they the- gave t- that, They gave that movie a cartoon for fuck's sake. Toxic Crusaders? They gave it yeah. a Saturday morning cartoon. Did you know it's getting sense. a video game soon? They're, they're bringing out a side-scrolling brawler? Yeah, <laughs> anyway. I've always heard. But yeah. Yeah. That is a shitty Nintendo game too. But um, anyway, um, but yeah, I rewatched that because I was playing this video game, which I'll get to later. But yeah, I rewatched it. Um, the movie, uh, like I said, uh, when I say it's better than it gets credit for, meaning it's it's a better film, like it's put together better, but the content is definitely, I don't think I would even be offended to hear someone say this, but like trashy, right? Like it's mm-hmm. kind of like trashy horror. It's stuff that immature boys are probably interested in. Um, it's you make me feel kind of guilty for being into it. Like I don't, <laughs> I'm not into it, but like I'm amused by it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, but yeah, there. It's because <laughs> it's funny what I what I pick up on where I I ignore that stuff, right? Like I'm aware that that scene happens with the boy. There's another scene. Yeah. That's there's an unfortunate scene with a dog. Nowadays they'd fucking lose their minds. But like in a taco joint with um Sarah's Sarah's the the female lead. She's blind and it's it's her seeing eye dog. Um, there's a really kind of rough scene with that too. Um, but the absurdity of it. Right, that they're in like a fucking Taco Bell and this guy who's like wearing like a clown outfit, like he's wearing like a circus outfit with like underwear on the outside of his pants and suspenders and he's got half his face painted and he just rolls into a fucking fast food taco joint with a shotgun and he goes, all right, everybody drop your tacos or I'll blow your brains out. Right. And then like, I don't remember that his two henchmen show up and one guy's named Rico, who's like a martial arts expert. And the other guy's just like this really crude talking black dude with a knife. Right. And you're just like, it's so absurd. Like, I think it it does help you kind of remind yourself that like, this doesn't happen in the real world. Right. Those three criminals don't exist. Three people like them may exist, but they don't roll together and take over a Taco Bell. (laughs) But yeah. It's a weird fucked up movie. I will say that, but rewatch that. Mm-hmm. So been watching a lot of weird kind of like content heavy movies now that I think about it. But anyway, but that was my week. Yeah. I just nice. uh, watching a bunch of movies, playing some games and, and just, just rolling with it. I don't know. We're getting near the end of the school year and I feel like I'm just riding that wave. Right. And at work, I can promise you, I'm not going to talk about work, but I can promise you nothing's lightening up. It's just project after project after project. So I'm just just working with my head down, working my nine to five, and then uh, enjoying life outside of it. <laughs> there you go. And it's all you can do, right? Yeah, it's called having a job. I know. Oh, we did watch. There is a South Park Trees that I found pretty amusing that Julie had me watch because I don't usually like watching South Park. That right. was recently on HBO Max, so you can watch it if you want to. It was like, it's the most recent season. It's like episode five, I think. It's like one or two weeks old. And it's all about like the modern day, you know, all the kids decide to get jobs at like an ice cream joint. And they're like, 
Well, can I work from home? Oh, can I do Mental Health Tuesdays? Oh, I need to take a break. I've been working here for 18 minutes. I need to take a break. <laughs> and stuff like that. Mm. It, was, it was pretty... But, like, just this idea that, like, you know, people yes. don't want to work. It sucks to have a job, Middle. but we all need one. <laughs> yep. I hear you. How about you? To get more upbeat, um, how was your week? <laughs> you know what? As far as just the week, it went by pretty quick. And there was nothing nothing eventful as far as stuff I did that I can think of. Uh-huh. Right? Um, you know, the kids had the week off, school vacation. Oh, okay. So you guys that. are doing your, like, spring break thing right now. Okay. I guess, yeah. So they were in – my son was in, like, day camp or whatever. And, uh, you know. Girls old enough to do whatever, and so yeah, nothing really, really crazy happened. Um, you know, I mean, on the uh, on the Funko front, Fred. Oh, go on. Uh, nothing's changed there. <laughs> you know, in case you were wondering, still no word from whatnot. I That's unfortunate. Write I should write any, them. Any new, I need to send them. Huh? Anything new acquired? Um, did I get anything new since last time? I don't want to encourage you though to go looking for something new, but no, I mean, I think I've been fairly tame. Um, although, uh, I did order one straight from Funko, right from the horse's mouth, a full priced Funko pop. Business or pleasure? (sighs) This is for you. I think this one's for okay. me. All right. It's probably so, for the best. Funko exclusive, right? Knew it was coming out. Sent me a notification. I said, I, I got to get it. It's uh, it's the Pringles can, the Pringles mascot. Wait a minute. Right. Oh, my God. I got it. I oh right? God. If there's any Funko oh that I'm going to get, if you go to Funko right now, Funko.com, and what's nuts? I wouldn't is believe it, you if I hadn't seen it firsthand. Did you look it up? Yes, I did. It's, he has a name. Yeah, Perseus. He does. Yeah, Perseus Pringles, <laughs> like the little guy with the the monocle. Yeah, I so, had no uh, idea that was his name, so but yeah, it's no one did. All the comments are like Perseus question mark <laughs> person so it's the, the the pringles can guy and he's i think he's holding a can of pringles yes yeah, so wrong. i want to be clear there's two different pringles funko pops the one that the one that i was responding to was perseus or is it julius i think it's julius 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 wait is it Ju- julius that's i'm sorry perseus yeah no you're good yes because this one seems to only be available from funko you can try to get it elsewhere but it doesn't look like it's available. Anyway, right. yeah, Julius Pringles. Julius Pringles. I'm sorry. Yes, Julius. and that's why I was laughing. Yeah, because he's like holding the can and everything. Um, there's also an absurd Pringles can one, but this one's everywhere, which is why I didn't think it was the one you were talking about. Um, right. Where it's literally a Pringles can, but what cracks me up is they've got Julius above the Pringles logo, and then beneath it, they gave it two fucking eyes. With a blonde mustache, and it's holding a Pringles chip, um, which is just absurd. Mm-hmm. But this Julius one is so good because he's like holding the can and everything. I, he's I get it. That's very much. That's very. That's very slick. Yeah, and uh, you know, and of course the 
the box has the Pringles logo on the top. So that might that might. Have oh, yeah. To what does the box look like? Oh, there we go. It's just cool though. It looks like yeah, a, like a can of Pringles. Yeah. And uh, it's also it got the exclusive sticker treats yeah. just in case this whole keeping it for yourself doesn't I mean, it's work a, out. It's a, it's a premium Funko. Yeah. It right. Is. It's fifteen bucks plus whatever you pay for shipping. You know, you don't even pay fifteen bucks in the store. They're like eleven ninety nine in the store. So That's this is normally this is a Funko. Yes, this is yeah, this is a Funko exclusive. But charge. I mean, how could I not get that? How could you let this one? I mean, go, I will tell right? you that right now on eBay, yeah, those that have pre-orders mm-hmm. are selling it for roughly forty to fifty dollars. Yeah. Well, I ordered one. It's on the way. It might even be here today. It might be in the mailbox. I just haven't. I didn't go get the mail today. Oh, I forgot to go leave. get it. You leave a gem like but Julius just hanging out. I'll get him tomorrow if he's in there. Um, Holy shit! Hot stuff for geeks is going to be auctioning off your ability to buy one for fifty bucks. Thank this. God. It's crazy. Thank the God they're the there to do the Lord's work. I do have Funkos with me today in front of me, but yeah. they're not nothing that hasn't been on my page. You know, <laughs> you know, they just happen to be in here. You know, I'll show you, Fred. Chilling. Okay. You know, I don't like to repeat stuff week to week, but last week we had a a, a, a music one. Mm-hmm. So this one, I got this Nella music one. This is a Snoop oh, Dogg. I love the Snoop Dogg. Dressed as a pimp. He's got it, a he, fur coat. He definitely is. And a little... He's got a little, he's got like a, a encrusted microphone. I don't know if you can yep. see if this is Snoop Dogg. I see that. You know, it's got the so frost. We got that one. It's 301. It has an old yeah. school doghouse. Yes, it does. Logo on the back. So, oh, for that a minute, one, though, I really, yeah, I thought it said doggy style, but they can't do that. It doesn't. It just says Snoop Doggy Dog. <laughs> but that's, that's a nice one. That's a very I'm happy one. with that yeah, one. I like that one. And then this one I thought you would like, which has also been on the page, but I know you don't get to see that. I thought you would just like this just because it's... Ah, Optimus. Yes, I Optimus like that one Prime very Me. much. I think I had this in here before. We might have showed this already, but that's okay. Or it, we you might have shown it off on the page because you had a background on it or something. You know, that Beast Wars movie's coming up. Well, there's probably going to Beast Wars one. Yeah. You know. So, yeah, because I, I want to see that Beast Wars movie in June, and I'm the only one in my family, yeah. I think, who does. Yeah. Um... Turn my camera off. The other thing I messed with this week, because I get bored at work, is that um, <clears throat> you know I'm embracing uh, the rise of AI, as you know. I do. <laughs> I do as, know you as are. The, yeah. As the overlords, I want to become their the friend, their friend, and make sure I'm on their side. But you know, I was fooling around with um, my 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 buddy, uh, mm-hmm. Chad G. G PT, yeah, as you know, GTP, man, um, or GPT, yeah, yes. Um, wait a second, did it just erase my conversation? I had a conversation with it earlier, and uh, I think it just erased it on me. I think it did the little bastard. Um, well, it's got a mind of its own. Know, that's what you go there for. It's unbelievable. It did erase my history. It's unfortunate. Let's try again. Let me try to load it. Um, but you know, I was, I was, you know, everybody's using the AI to make like art and write 
jokes in other people's comedy style and write music, right? Didn't didn't um you know they're asking it to sing like you know like you know like uh, Beyonce songs like as Rihanna and it's doing mm-hmm. it. And it's like freaking it's freaking people out. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so I'm like you know, people are using it what to write their term papers now and fucking sure. yeah. all that fun stuff. Where is fucking chat erasing my shit? That's unfortunate. What do you erase? So do you history? like just log in and then like it it keeps yeah. track of Yeah. I'm gonna see if it maybe it'll load on my phone. Do still have it on my phone? I had a fun conversation with it today. You know? I need to play with it. Yeah. Fucking stupid. Um, no reason I, I wanted to read it because I'll never, I could never remember like what it said to me. Bumming me out here. I ain't gonna lie. I just had it pulled up in a tab earlier, and it like I just went to the tab and it was like, nope. F off. <laughs> I failed to get service status. Oh, well. So well, is it I was this like it... chatgpt.org? When I Google it, that's what I get. Is that where it's at? Yeah. I mean, you can go to openai.com and go to oh, chatgpt. Okay. You can go there too. Oh, I wish I saved this because the whole thing I wanted to, uh, you know, I wanted to read to you was, was uh, on this. But it was, I asked it to make a video game for me because I'm like, maybe this thing can just make video games, you know? And right. it was pretty, um, it was pretty neat because I was like, um, <clears throat> I was like, I want to make, I want to make a video game with starring a turtle, I said. <laughs> so, uh, go on. So I said, I said, you know, what, what, what can we do here, Chat GPT? And he's like, and, they, he, he was just like, you know, that's a great idea. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's good to have a fun character and as many possibilities and all that good stuff, you know. And and then he gave me examples of like a platformer and a racing game and the different environments it could be in, you know. And then I, ch- I settled on a puzzle game. And I said, you know, what, what what could be the deal with this puzzle game? And he's like, you know, he's like, you know, it's, you know, it could be. You know, you could get something for doing the puzzles. And I said, "What if, uh, what if it has a goal?" And he goes, "Yeah, like trying to get his uh, his family or save his friends." And I'm like, "This is a good idea." And we rolled with that. <laughs> and, uh, so then, so then he, it was a turtle. It was a puzzle game with a turtle that had a family, and he had to rescue his family. And he suggested by doing the puzzles, you would progress to saving the family. And then uh, he gave me a list of names for the turtle, right? And some of them were very kid-like, like turtley. But you know, there was ones like uh, Shelly. It was uh, <laughs> Shelly was one of them, I believe. Yeah. You're not wrong. Uh, we went with Shelby, mm. right? And then he gave a list of names for the. Uh, I like and Shelby. I said, I like Shel. I said, I like a puzzle game starring Shelby that has yeah. to rescue his family. Well, wait, wait. I got it. I got it, Fred. Okay. Thank Christ. (laughs) 
Make sure to copyright yeah, so, it before we release you know, the, the way he, the way it the way it talks back to you is what makes it interesting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not me trying to remember. You know, right. um, you know, because I said, "What's a good idea for a video game involving a turtle?" Right? Mm-hmm. And because uh, that's how my brain works, right? And it's interesting because you know it's like just scrubbing the internet instantly mm-hmm. and just like forming it as if it's talking to you, but it's really just spitting out the internet in your face, yeah. you know? And it's like his, he goes, here's some possibilities for a game, of, a video game involving turtles. Here are a few ideas. And it's like a platformer, you know, a side scrolling platformer where the player controls a turtle trying to navigate through various levels, right? Blah, blah, blah. Here's a what puzzle he's game. a ninja? Yeah, here's a puzzle game. The player must guide a turtle through a maze or an obstacle course, you know, blah, blah, blah. Survival game, a survival game where the player must help a turtle survive in its natural habitat. Turtle needs to find food and avoid predators, navigate through different environments, you know. A racing game, like he keeps going, right? It's like, these are just a few to get you started. The possibilities are endless. Uh, Yeah, they are. And the the type of game you create could depend on the target audience, right? Then I said, I like the idea of a puzzle video game starring a turtle, right? I said, what can we name this turtle? (laughs) he's like that's a great idea naming the turtle character is an important part of of creating a game with a strong identity all right (laughs) here are a few suggestions for as you love it yeah for a turtle character name right shelby uh turdy 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 right right finley i like finley Finley? and and that's from something isn't finley the turtle from something Again, it's scrubbing the internet, so it's like yanking shit. I feel that like sounds that's familiar, doesn't the it? turtle from uh, um, Finley. Uh, uh, Is this Sly Cooper? Sly or Cooper. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah. Uh, Squirt. Right. That's from Nemo. Uh, <laughs> Speedy. That's funny. Bubbles. Snappy. Flipper. Splash and Shelly. Bentley right. is. Uh, oh, okay. So Finley. Finley's. Yeah, but that's why. close enough. I see why we both got there. And then I love how it uses exclamation points, right? Because uh, these are just a few suggestions, right? It says, uh, you know, you can come up with any name that fits your character. And the game's tone and stuff says, have fun coming up with the perfect name for your puzzle-solving turtle. <laughs> I said, let's name him Shelby. And he's like, great choice. <laughs> exclamation like, points. Let's do this. <laughs> My buddy. Man, I talk with this guy all day long at work. Uh <laughs> <laughs> she only I tried is a to get on right name. now, and it said that Chat GTP or GPT is, is too busy to work right now. Yeah, it, people are blowing it up. Yeah, they blow it up like me. Um, uh, he says uh, Shelby is a wonderful name for a turtle character in a puzzle-solving video game. It's memorable, easy to pronounce. Uh, it fits the playful, adventurous tone of the game. Good luck with game development. Go. Good I luck said, uh, game what w- development. Famous last yeah, words. <laughs> I know. What would be the goal of this puzzle game? I said, and of course, it comes up with all the the, the stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, you know, you could add collectibles, blah blah blah. Another possibility is to have a storyline or a narrative that ties the puzzles together. For example, <laughs> Shelby could be on a quest to rescue his friends or find a lost treasure. <laughs> there you go. And he goes on. He keeps talking. He talks a lot. And then I said, should Shelby have a family too, like a wife and kids? <laughs> It's up to you as a game developer to decide whether or not to give Shelby a family. Uh, including a family. Not answer the question, Dick. Yeah. Including a family for Shelby could add a new dimension. 
to the game's story and character development. For example, his family could be in danger or missing, <gasps> which could motivate him to solve the puzzles to overcome obstacles in order to save them. On the other hand, not having a family could make Shelby a more independent character, focused solely on solving puzzles, reaching his goal. Then he says it's important that for the target audience, he goes, kids might like him having a family because they can connect. Um, there you go. That said, I like this idea I wrote. I said, Shelby the turtle has to solve puzzles to save his family. Uh, what should we name this video game, Fred? All right. What would you name a puzzle-solving video game with uh, Shelby the turtle uh, rescuing his family? He comes up with 10 suggestions. All right. Really? Yeah. Okay. Some of them are too on the nose, right? Like, the, like this one, number one, Shelby's Puzzle Quest. He's just ripping oh, okay. that right off, yeah. right? Yeah, I want. And then some most of these, yeah. most of these sound like Ninja Turtle games. Okay, right? Turtle, Turtle Trouble. <laughs> right, Shelby's Adventure Puzzle. That's that's like a weird <laughs> language translator fucking thing. Uh, this one, this one's good. Turtle Necked. Right, <laughs> I do like that. <laughs> Uh, number five, The Great Turtle Rescue. Sounds like a Disney movie. Mm-hmm. This one's Ninja Turtles all the way. Shell Shocked. I like that. Turtle, Turtle Odyssey. Here's the one Turtle I chose. This is one, this is one I like. Number eight, Shelby's Puzzle Peril. That's pretty good. I do like that. Uh, this one you would uh, save the turtles. Shelby's Puzzle Adventure. That's on the nose. This is the one I said. This is Fred's title right here. Number nine. Tur- <laughs> you can't even say it. Oh, chat GPT. Uh, turtley awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty that's, good, right? That's the one you release. I would Tur- buy that Tur- game if you I would buy. Yeah, if I passed a game on the Xbox Store that was right, like turtley five awesome. bucks, that was like turtley awesome, and it described itself like that. Yeah. Yes, I would buy that right away. I would not hesitate. Uh, I would just do it. And then I'll save you the following conversation because we argued for a while because I said, uh, this will be a fun game. And I said, should we sell this game for money? And because ChatGPT is a bunch of communists, <laughs> uh, they don't want to fucking sell this game. I had to argue with them. He kept telling me it should be free. So finally, I said, fine. I said, fine. The game should probably free be free with in-app purchases. And he goes, that's a good approach. <laughs> Offered a game with free in-app purchases is a popular way to monetize mobile games. And blah blah blah, and then we we bid our farewell. I said thank you, and he said no problem. <laughs> um, so there it is. In in about five minutes, I came up with a a mobile game uh, about which shall be the turtle puzzle game, solving puzzles to save his his family. All right, called Shelby's Puzzle Peril. It's a free mobile game coming soon with in-app purchases. What do you think? Gold mine. Right, I think you're good. Do I have to pay him anything? Do I have to shoot ChatGPT? I can no. cut him a check here. No, you already power. said he's a communist. He's fine. He just yeah, it's for the people. That's right. I mean, like, he's from away. an open AI, right? Like, mm-hmm. right? Like he his creators right. wanted to give it all away too. Yeah, and he's like, and then <sighs> in the in the fine numbers. print, it, in the fine print, it said he's got my. Uh, my bank account number, and he's just going to start distributing go. my money to everybody. <laughs> this fucker, ChatGPT. 
Uh, yeah, so that was fun. Yeah, she, she, yeah, I say that five times fast. He always, uh, we always have a good time at work talking. I can imagine. Yeah. Um, I also have a, um, a art AI art generator on my phone. Okay. It's not that great. So these things you know, are like widespread available. I've seen them hinted at, but I've never seen them. You know what I'm saying? The ones on the phone, the ones on the phone are kind of weak, right? You know, you got those ones on the mega computer that it can crunch some numbers and do some fantastic shit. The ones I have, I have one on my phone. It's really sort of just uh, taking shit from the internet and slapping it together. It does do some weird stuff. You know, I, I had a picture the other day. I said cats driving a minivan. And it was just, it was a back hatch of a, a minivan with a bunch of cats in it, but the cats all had crossed eyes. It was real fucked up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I could have sold it to some gallery. <laughs> Something going on there. Oh, I'm pretty I sure did, you could have too. I did type in a, what did I type in? It was, um, uh, what's it called? You know, there's different styles. You can go, oh, a painting in fucking um, techno whatever no, actually, you know what I mean like you, you got can... me interested all of a sudden like I haven't played around with like AI generated mm-hmm. art it's fun you know it's sort of fun let's see I um stuff or do you just go there and say like so one of them so one of them I have um one of them is like I forget what I paid like a little a little something, something to have it. You know what yeah. I mean? So it had like a free like month trial. So I'm kind of, I'm on that tip for a month until I like uh, get rid of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I typed in, I just put in video game purist podcast, right? And it was <laughs> trying to get the uh let's see. Where is how do I get the fucking uh I just feel like as I click on these like I'm gonna get burned. Yeah, probably. I just Kangaroo don't Kangaroo carrying a corgi and cartoons stuff. I wanna see that. <laughs> Uh, yeah I typed in video game purist podcast and I forget what style I picked Um, and it did give me gave me this which I thought was accurate and I don't know what it's I don't know where it's pulling these from so this is a link because I can't seem to cut paste it there but it might show up in the thing when uh so did that it's weird because it doesn't. <laughs> it does. It's like it doesn't do text. God, it does which like, one is who? <laughs> I don't know. But it. But what cracks me up is, you know. So I think that was no. That was video game podcast, which is hilarious, right? Because that is what it thinks video game podcasts look like, and it's not wrong at all. <laughs> Right, just dudes with beards on the and glasses yeah. and headphones on, <laughs> and vaguely Russian, something vague, <laughs> vaguely Russian. And I figured what style that was supposed to be in. 
comic book style or something. And oh, then this so like a lot of these, you pick a style. I got you. You pick a weird style. Um, and uh, what do we... Look at this one. No one can see these. I apologize to everybody. I might Just use that. To us. I might use that video game podcast one you did as like our new show art or something. It's pretty funny. Now this one is just bizarre because I I picked photo, right? So it can try to do a realistic photo. So mm-hmm. if you typed in you typed in like I don't know fucking whoever, right? Prince, it will probably just try to grab a picture of Prince somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, um, and post it into something. But if you just make up words and say photo, it, it's all fucked up. Like this one, like painted the beard over a guy's face in a weird like alien like ape way like his no like it's re- the real fucked up looking things um yeah that was video game purist podcast so i don't know uh if that picture comes through for you but it's kind of disturbing you know <laughs> you know and the words don't make sense i don't even want to tell you what the second one looks like like it's weird. It's like his nose is too high yeah, up. Yeah, those are all fucked up because they're AI, but like that second one on the right. I know he'll never listen, but like I could see Bob Mackie. <laughs> <laughs> it's the headphones are all fucked up looking on on Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. It's just like a computer struggling to like put words together. Like Peotipate podcaster Pam. <laughs> it's fucked up. Anyways, um, that's a bunch of wasted space I'm talking about right now. But I just thought that was funny because uh, that's what I do at work, you know. And I mean, I had other stuff like cats riding giraffes. Well, and I stuff. tried you to know, pick anime bullshit. style and sexy robot, and it filtered me for unsafe content or something. <laughs> I don't blame. Just because I said sexy robot. <laughs> They're not wrong. <laughs> I typed in on mine Calvin and Hobbes in Star Wars uh-huh. in comic book style. It came up with some fucking awesome, like <laughs> awesome things. There you go. <laughs> you know, it looked like uh, it looked like. Let me see if I have them. So the some of them were fucking cool. I was like, those aren't bad. You know, those are not. Hmm. Yeah, these were this was most cool awesome to get <laughs> on the phone because I don't have it saved anywhere else. But like, you did shit like this, like cool shit like this. Okay, that's it. So, how do you that's overcome it. the needing for credits? Everybody seems to want me to do credits. Well, that's what it was. It had a free trial, so I got like, uh, okay, I could do like a bunch of free pitches for a little bit. But uh, you know, it's like, I guess there's there's probably real good ones on like your actual computer that's using some processing power. You know what oh, I mean? Sure. Because I've seen some cool, oh, that's you know, awesome. the ones you, are those cool. That Hobbs with the <laughs> lightsabers is dope. <laughs> it's dope. Yeah. It's pretty awesome, man. Yeah, so it does some cool shit. And the second one is just a weird hodgepodge of stuff, but it's still cool looking. No one, no indie band ever has to draw 
an album cover again. Right? Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. They can just do whatever they want. Here, I thought but, rock um, band solved that problem, but not compared to this. Yeah, you know how, like, um, like I just saw, like, a news article where, like, someone won a photography contest oh boy with it with an ai photo and it looked old like it was like a black and white picture and it looked like a woman and looked like maybe like a grandmother behind her with her hands on her shoulders mm-hmm. but it looked some like old in like maybe like european like it was a cool it was like a cool photo but it was fake yeah, like it was ai made it at one and that's the problem but my phone program with free credits isn't making that that's like there's some sophisticated ai programs out there for that shit mine's just goofy nonsense right um interesting stuff though for sure you know for sure for no sure joke. it's interesting but um listen man we that that's a, that was a long run of talking nonsense so that's it. I have nothing really of, That's good. of, of uh, this week. So I'm going to open me another Guinness as we get into our <laughs> games here. All right. Yeah. yeah, you can tell this is going to be a short show. We're at like 130 or an hour and 35 minutes and we're just getting into games. Oh, no. We got we to gotta work on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Listen, anybody listening knows the deal by now. Yeah, I, I would say so. That's how I feel. I agree. So, all right, you ready for this? Okay. Here we go. I am. So first, I got my hands on this video game called The Troma Project. It was on Uh Steam. It's a PC-only game. I know that blows your fucking mind. Um, And it is based off of trauma films. In fact, if you don't know what a trauma film is, when you launch the game, you get a bunch of clips from trauma films. Mm-hmm. I bought this game for the astronomical price of a dollar and nineteen cents. Um, it was on a Steam sale. I don't think it's available for that price anymore, but I'm sure it will be back down to that price soon. Um, but uh, and it's an old game. It's got to be an old game because its maximum resolution is eight hundred by six hundred. <laughs> what was the name of it again? The Troma Project. Okay. It's on Steam. Yep. So I see it. I'm going there now to look at yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a um it was described in reviews and by peers as XCOM meets trauma. And I was like, oh dope. And in the picture you see the Toxic Avenger, Sergeant Kabuki man, and this guy called the Stranger doing some XCOM shit. And I was like, that I can get behind. Unfortunately, this game barely runs. It was from really? way back in the day. So it's not that it needs a lot of power. It's just that it's on it's it's running old software. And so it it just has all kinds of weird hitches. The mouse cursor will disappear for a while. The game will hitch up for a while. It will make sounds but you don't see the animations. It's just mm. no mm. longer viable, right? I think it came out in the Windows 98 era. <laughs> or may, something to that effect. Just- it just made me put in my birth date so I could uh, look at Ah, uh, yes, because it's mature. It's very violent when you kill people. Lots of blood splatter, but it's pretty cartoony. Although they seem to use digitized virgin- versions of the characters 
a la like PS1 era for a lot of the art. But yeah, so far I've done the first three missions. Um, and at the end of the third mission, the game crashed on me and wouldn't load properly again. But apparently there's a fix I can do to get it to work. I probably won't. Hmm. <laughs> I'll be honest. Played for about an hour. I think I got my fill. It's just too awkward. It's just dumb. You just kind of walk mm-hmm. around. There's a fog of war. When you bump into someone, you just click on them a bunch of times till you die, until they die. And you have a bunch of action points. So when you're out of action points, you just skip the turn. They do a minimal amount of damage to you and you come back and fuck them up. Hmm. But, you know. Yeah, I mean, it looks... Rough. Old as fuck. <laughs> it looks trauma, right? It is the what trauma did for filmmaking, it did for PC games. Yeah, it yeah. I mean, it doesn't look good. The two most interesting things about this game that I have to say. Well, three. So do you know who Lloyd Kaufman is? He's the goofy mm. spokesperson for trauma that directed and produced all these films. No, I mean, no. no okay. The I guy know is like a total dirtbag. Imagine if Vince McMahon acted like the dirtbag he is. Okay. Like, nice. and like owned up to it. That would be Lloyd Kaufman. Lloyd Kaufman's worth like not even a fraction of what Vince yeah. McMahon's worth. So there you right. go. But I bet he's a millionaire. I bet Lloyd Kaufman's a millionaire. Let's find out. Um,. There we go. Net worth. Looks like I'm not the only one looking it up. Five million. I'll take it. I'd take it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, he's the narrator for this game. So he likes to say just a bunch of weird stuff. Like he's like, get out there and fuck him up. You know, and like when the Toxic Avenger like kills someone, he's like, oh, I bet you didn't think you were going to get like butt fucked like that. And you're just like, okay. Okay. Sorry, this episode is definitely earning its mature warning from me. It's explicit tag. Um, so, yeah, it was it was amusing, but I thought there was going to be more to it. It literally is just walk around the map when things reveal themselves, click on them till they die. And that's not fun. It's not even like click on them till they die like Diablo fun, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like the yeah. pacing of Warcraft with the gameplay of Diablo with the programming chops of like night trap (laughs) like i don't know like it's just it's a it's a weird thing and i could return it because i've only played less than two hours but i don't think i need that dollar 19 back looked like a lot of work to turn in that (laughs) return right like so the the other two (laughs) things that are of note is you do get supplemental content with it and one of those things is an original scanning of the uh, the toxic avenger comic book series that came out shortly after the movie Mm-hmm. And it's like this uber violent, like black and white comic book, kind of in the same style as like Ninja Turtles. And so that okay. was kind of cool to read. It's like a 35 page book, too. Like it's not short. And I think there's even multiple issues. And then there's a bunch of like behind the scenes of trauma movies stuff. And so that was worthwhile. Uh, there's also a bunch of um, galleries of the trauma girls in various stages of dress and undress. So I'm sure that'll be amusing to a lot of people, but yeah. Um, Not a bad way to spend a buck, but I, I, I thought it was going to be shit. It was shit. So I'd say mission accomplished, right? (laughs) I'd I'd say we, we are exactly where we thought we'd be, right? Like no surprises. So, 
Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, you know, it's bad when I'm like, so yeah, when you say it and it's like, no, so like, I've always had the original toxic Avenger on DVD. Okay. And, um, I don't know if you know this, but there, it has a bunch of sequels. There's uh, t- part two, part three, and Citizen Toxie. And part three is particularly fucked up because he fights the devil who kind of looks like a member of Gu- Guar. But um, I'd never, I, I'd seen two. I remember two sucked. And then I'd seen three. And three is when he fights the devil. And it was fucked up, but it was like not a good movie. It just had like some highlighted scenes in it, right? Like some scenes that were fucked up. And then Citizen Toxie I'd never seen. I remember when it came out though. Like I was at the end of high school. I think it came out in 98 and they were like, oh, they're making another Toxic Avenger movie. And they were really kind of trying to placate us like they do nowadays where they were like, go to your local theater and see it for like 25 bucks a ticket and buy it like a concert, right? And I was like, no. And then it came out on DVD and they were like, buy this DVD at Best Buy for $39.99. And I was like, no, no, I'm not going to do that. And so I've never seen the movie. Anyway, recently Troma dropped the Tox Box, which is their Blu-ray collection of all four Toxic Avenger movies um, on sale. I don't know if it's on sale now. It was on sale for like Black Friday or something. For like $29.99, I could get all four movies. And the original Toxic Avenger on Blu-ray was like $22.99. So I was like, okay, I'll get the others. So I haven't rewatched them. But like, yeah, watching this Troma project, I was like, I'd probably rather go back and watch these movies that I thought sucked when I was a kid. But anyway, I digress. Next up, I have done some accomplishments, Trees. I have finished a lot of games. So first and foremost, I have wrapped up Arkham Asylum. Um, I did do all the Riddler stuff. 100% of that. And I forgot how fucking tedious those last couple of boss battles are do you remember much about those final boss battles no arkham asylum asylum the original okay no i mean i remember the city a lot more yeah um that's how old long that's how the last time i played that game was i played it on on live yes i do remember so 2010 was a hell of a year wasn't it um Mm. But and that's not when the game came out. That was when Trees played it on on live. That was when on live came out. <laughs> I believe Arkham Asylum was two thousand nine. But anyway, um, so one of the last battles is Poison Ivy. Who my wife came downstairs while I was talking to Poison Ivy, and I don't know if you remember this about Poison Ivy in those games, um, but like Poison Ivy was always dressed kind of like seductress kind of style, right? Yes. Like that's that's kind of her mo. <clears throat> But my wife really knows Poison Ivy from the Harley Quinn animated show okay. where Poison Ivy is not like Uma Thurman or like the super seductress styles you've seen in like pop culture. She wears pants. She is a lesbian. Oh. She is very okay. strong willed. She is a very mm-hmm. different Poison Ivy, whereas Poison Ivy in these games looks like she loves being naked and she'd love nothing more than to seduce and please a man, right? Like, which is possibly her character in the past, but not... But she's poison, though. Right, that's the joke. She's going to kill you. Um, Right. Or that's the the thing. She's... Yeah. It was totally changed that, so it's not that 
character Good at point. All. Like, I'm not saying she's not respected. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? But, like, she's a different character. Yeah. It's weird. Um, yeah. So, uh, and there's this great Harley Quinn Poison Ivy scene in Batman where she, where Poison Ivy blows her a kiss for, like, is helping her escape and this and that and says she wishes she could show off her gratitude and stuff like that and knowing they date in the animated movie I'm like this this scene plays differently <laughs> like very mm. differently now but um but yeah so my point is is that Poison Ivy's outfit in this game is she's got like green pantyhose on which makes sense that's very common for her but she's got like underwear on like green underwear on but it looks because her skin's green it looks like she's not wearing anything at all Mm -hmm. and my wife came downstairs and just saw like a big green butt right and then like in the front she's got like nothing and she goes wait is poison ivy like naked in this video game what is this game rated (laughs) i was like no she's not it's just very unfortunately described i i pulled out the trophy and showed it to her like you can look at like 3d rendered trophies and she mm-hmm. goes okay i see it there okay okay she's yeah i guess she's wearing clothes but they did a really good job of making everything look like it's all the same shade like she's naked right it's like it's like if you yeah. walked into a room and somebody was wearing nude tights and you'd never seen nude tights before you're like wait are they bottomless like what's going on over here like it's just <laughs> it's just off-putting um, but anyway, Speak for yourself. Sounds, yeah, right. <laughs> sounds great to me. <laughs> so I'm doing that boss battle, but that final boss battle is just an annoying group of like, oh, we're going to do some very basic patterns, but you need to know how to navigate them. And then at the very end, like if you can live this 10 minute, like game of attrition, you beat her. Right. And the same thing was true of Joker, right? You just mm-hmm. had to like you didn't really fight Joker. He just jumped up on the sidelines and you beat the shit out of his henchman and then pulled him down to you. So you could beat him up a couple of times, rinse and repeat. But then if you couldn't take out his Legion, then you had to start all over, you know, at the battle from the beginning. So it was kind of annoying. I remember struggling a lot when I was younger, uh, when I first played the game, but I didn't have any problems now. Um, but I knew what to do. Right. So that, that also helps the, those Arkham games and just games in general around that time just weren't great at like being straight with you as to what you're supposed to do. Right. That was half mm-hmm. the battle was figuring out what the fuck you're supposed to do. Um, but yeah, that game's really good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Played the shit out of it. So hmm. I'm not interested in all those challenges though, that were DLC. Those didn't look fun. Yeah. So no, I did one, <laughs> got a trophy for not getting hit at all. Um, so I guess I'm awesome, right? I'm perfect at the game, so yes. no need to move forward. But um, Better than most. But it felt really good to get that that Riddler trophy, and then it was only a silver. And I'm like, motherfucker. Okay. Okay. Getting stingy with those trophies Yeah, on the PlayStation. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> anyway. Um, so let's see. Next up, I beat um, Far Cry 5. Finished that up. Oh. Okay. So um, I'm not quite done with it, I would say, because um, there's a bunch of DLC that was released for it. And it seems like, I don't know, I think this is something you'd really dig, Trees. Like, it's out of this world kind of DLC. Like, one is like you go back to Nam. Another is like you're in like a 50s aliens invasion. And I forgot what the third one is. So they're just like weird plot points, right? They don't have anything to do with the main game. But so beating that game now, 
um, they made a really fun game, and then their their story is too serious for the game they made. Oh, like like fucking trees. There, I did not mention this. So I'm going to be a little more positive on Far Cry than I was last week. So a couple of things that I didn't mention that I really should have was first of all your sidekicks. I did mm-hmm. mention them, but like some of the sidekicks, there is this guy who flies a plane and like helps you patrol, and right. he is just fucking hilarious. He'll always I've call to him. you on the radio, and he's like, "My dad always said that guns were like condoms." I never really did ask him what he meant by that. <laughs> it's funny (laughs) like there's stuff like that or there's this guy who like his dad he's like just an idiot redneck who like has like a rocket launcher like he has a real rocket launcher he just rolls into your battles with a rocket launcher so he's a lot of fun he can be as dangerous as he is fun though um and he's just i mean they are total like backwater right like his dad has you go on a mission with the son and the son's like yeah, we're going up here to to go attack this person because, uh, you know, he's just uh, killing people and that's not cool. And he goes, but, you know, it's better than being a goddamn dirty liberal and trying to take our guns away from us and stuff like that. And she's like, okay, you're too much. And so then when you that's, finish... What? That's, project, that's projecting. That's yeah. predi- predicting the future. <laughs> well, what was really funny was... Then when you go back and you complete the mission, his dad doesn't want him anymore. So his dad just gives him to you. It's funny. He's just like, take him. I don't want to see his face again. And you're like, okay. So he just kind of sits in your inventory waiting to come out. But so all this crazy shit's going on. And like, there's just some funny scenes, trees where you got to like, I did all the missions that were like story missions. I skipped all the collectible missions, right? Usually I like those, but it just became too ridiculous in Far Cry. Like finding all the bobbleheads and finding all the lighters and finding oh, all the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, ah, I don't want to do any of that. Catching all the fish, hunting all the animals. Like I, I like hunting the crazy animals. Like they had me fight this fucking zombie moose that was fucking amazing. But like, That's cool. right? Like it's the next stage to like, it, what, which Far Cry was that? I think it's four where you fight the fucking honey badger. That's insane. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That's killed everything. So it's like the next stage of that, right? Um, and so those are really amusing. But so you've got these games that are just insane. There was another one where you have to go burn a field. And when you do, this rabid wolverine comes out and starts attacking. And it's just this little spry wolverine. But it fucks <laughs> you up, like in ways yeah, you, yeah, there yeah. aren't words for. You know? And I've had like, there's a guy, I think I talked about him last time. He's got a flamethrower and he's constantly lighting himself on fire. And then there's just the glitches. Like I shot a guy with my sniper rifle that was in a plane, like a shot through to the cockpit. And normally he's just supposed to die and his plane would crash. But because like the physics engine screwed up, he like launched into outer space. Like there's just fun little glitches like that, that they've never fixed. And Mm. then the story is hyper serious, right? Like it's, it's a hyper serious look at how violent America's become. And like, he's this crazy, like cult leader, right? That like, is killing people and sacrificing people and bludgeoning people and drugging people and killing people and holding them against their will and imprisoning people. He's like a fucked up, scary, like cult leader. Right. Right. And so I'm like, the stories they're trying to tell just don't don't match. (laughs) Yeah. 
And I will say, I probably, I don't think I should. Is there, there's a good chance you'll play this game at some point, right? Um, okay. Yeah, just I mean, in I case do, there's a chance. I do like, I do like Far Cry games, you know? Yeah. And again, I do stand by my statement that this is the weakest of three, four, five, sorry, three, four, five and primal. I think this is the weakest one. Mm-hmm. But I think you and I really enjoy these games. <clears throat> I, do, I do like them. But so like even yeah. my least favorite of the four Far Cries is still better than a lot of games I don't enjoy very much. Right. And I definitely find plenty to like out of it, even though I sometimes find stuff that's annoying. Right. Mm. Like I still think they have an ammo problem in this game. But um, but yeah, by and large. I, I did enjoy it, but the reason I'm saying this is I won't spoil what that ending is, but you do not see it coming. Okay. Oh my God. Is it a fucked up ending? <laughs> like in every way, shape or form. And you suddenly go, okay. All right. Now <laughs> I see where that expansion pack was, whatever it was called. Like, Far Cry Dawn or whatever or whatever like the the Mad Max kind of shit like do you remember that the DLC pack that's like its own game it's not really DLC because it's not part of the season pass it is its own game but like I'm like okay I see where they could connect this to Far Cry 5 and I'm curious as to how similar those plot lines are right so I might have to dive into that one sooner than later but I can definitely tell you after all this, I really wonder where they go with Far Cry 6, and that may be part of the problem, right? Is mm. they leaned into too much goofy and too much serious at the same time that I don't see how they refined the path for 6, right. and maybe that's why a lot of people didn't like 6. Because <laughs> I think his name is Jacob Seed or whatever. Uh, the, 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 the bad guy in 5, he is fucked up. Yeah. In many ways. Yeah, and his family's <laughs> fucked up. Because, like, that's what you're doing. Is there's three main areas, and you got to take out his family. And then you go for him. Huh. And especially, okay. like... <laughs> the only one that makes sense is the easiest one, which is the military brother. Right? Like, he's pretty straightforward. He just throws a fucking cadre of bad guys at you. And you have to kill him while he's got his minions with him. But mm-hmm. then the other two boss battles, especially the sister... There's a girl who she keeps you, she keeps everyone straight with her crazy drugs. Um, her boss battle is just like, really? This is the best you guys could fucking come up with? <laughs> this, was, this was where the, this was the best you could do, right? Like, like I had never been so dissatisfied with, it was fine. It wasn't hard, but I've never right. been so dissatisfied with a boss battle. I'm like, this is, ha- reminded me a lot of the Poison Ivy fight. <laughs> Anyway, there you go. but, but yeah, so Far Cry 5, interesting. I, but, and, and I think it's very telling that I wasn't like, fuck this game, I'm done, delete. I was like, I could probably go for that DLC in the near future. So I kept mm-hmm. it installed. I think I'm going to try to do those DLCs. I bet they're short. They usually are. A couple hours. Um, I did find it very funny that one of the missions is you meet the director of Blood Dragon uh, Far Cry Blood Dragon, and he needs right. you to help him clear the set so he can do his fucking crazy neon dinosaur acid trip, as he puts it. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah. It is fun. But, 
Um, all right. Next up. Um, okay. Let's see here. I'll do this one. Okay. So Julie, I kind of talked about this last week. We watched the Lord of the Rings and I'm getting the bug to play some Lord of the Rings video games. So, um, and, and as you'll probably recall, like, did you play any of those licensed Lord of the Rings games that were on like PlayStation two or Xbox or GameCube? Hello. Oh no. Did I lose the trees? All right. We had a quick disconnect, but what I was telling you trees was I said, I've got a hankering for uh, Lord of the Rings games after watching the trilogy with my wife. And I said, did you ever play those Xbox PS2 GameCube era ones that were based off the movies? Hmm. No. There was only two. There was two towers in Return of the King. The two towers, they weaved in the Fellowship of the Ring there. I am not a Lord of the Rings. I seen all that shit. Mm -hmm. Like I went to the movies and watched all that because it was a big movie event. Sure. And I did. And I read the books right back Mm -hmm. in junior high and high school. So I don't hate any of that. Right. But watching it as an adult and stuff, I'm just like, yeah, it's really not my cup of tea anymore. That's fair. I think you you probably speak for a lot of people when you say that. Um, So what I want to jump into, but again, I want to make sure I'm done with Far Cry. And spoiler alert, I bought, pre-ordered Jedi Survivor, which comes out next Friday. Oh. And so I'm going to definitely want to play that. Right? So... I didn't want to jump into a new game right away. Um, well, not a new game on the Xbox. And so, but I do want to play that Shadow of... I played Shadow of Mordor. I want to play Shadow of War. Right? Shadow of War, I think, is the second one. Um, I did like that game. I remember playing Mordor. Shadow of Mordor, Mordor was very good, yes. And I have that and I really like it. I need to... I probably want to replay that again. But I want to play the new one, the Shadow of War. Well, new one quote-unquote new one i think i think autumn was like in fucking first grade when that game came out i remember buying mm-hmm. it because los remember old papa los he helped us mm-hmm. find he was like oh my god walmart's got a fucked up deal where you can get the gold edition of that game right now for nine bucks if you jump at it and i was like sweet and i got it and i still haven't played it to this day it's now available for 8.99 in the gold yeah. edition like left and right constantly i mean there's so much to those games yeah it's kind of overwhelming <laughs> well, yeah, and, and I don't know if I'm in the mood for an open world game just yet um, for for that. Although I heard Jedi Survivor is now open world, so we'll see. But um, mm. but we'll see. But we'll see. Um, anyway, to that end, they're they're going to release in June a Magic: The Gathering Lord of the Rings set. Did you know this? <laughs> okay, I did not. Know this. <laughs> I love, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh shit. So, and I was going to get the cards, the physical cards, because Autumn and I, you know, play the game from time to time, but they've upped the price. So normally a box of cards is a hundred bucks MSRP for 36 mm-hmm. packs. And you can usually get them on Amazon or through the right trading card company for like eh, 89 shipped to you, you know, 89 flat rate, 85 sometimes. Right. And, um... And then there are versions called set boxes and collector boxes, which just increase your chances of getting rare cards. And I looked, and Lord of the Rings is a very different world. First of all, they're upping all the prices. So they usually have pre-made decks that have a lot of rares in them. They sell them for about 30 bucks a piece. So like me and Autumn could get 
and and again, they're not like packs or anything. They're just pre-made decks. And so Autumn and I could get a deck each for 60 bucks and then we'd have decks we can play and we can trade be amongst each other. They usually sell all four decks as like a bundle for $100, like you get a discount. Now they're selling them for I think 50 bucks a piece and the bundle discount is like 140. So like the price has gone up. The boxes are 120. The collector boxes are like 250 bucks for like 12 Jeez. packs. Like they've gone Man. way up. And then of course in those collector boxes they now have a fetch. You ready for this trees? They're doing the one ring. So the 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 one ring, the the evil ring, Sauron's ring. Right. Is a regular card you can get that's just a rare in the set, right? It might be a mythic rare, but it's like a, a highly rare card. But you'll get it, right? Like if you want it, you'll get it. It can be pulled out of packs easily. Um, easy enough. Hmm. The one that's the fetch card is they've got one ring that is in all Elvish writing. It's all in <laughs> Elvish writing. And they're only doing one. And you can only pull it out of these collector boxes where you get 12 packs for 250 bucks. Okay. And one of those rings, only one will exist. And the closest thing we have to something like that is in the recent set, they had 550... It was either 550 or 55, but I think it was 550 fetch cards. And those cards are selling for like 500, 600 bucks a piece. And they're expected to go over a thousand bucks soon. There's never been a card that only has a rarity of one, like one in all of existence. You know what I mean? Right. That card could be worth a lot of money. Most people are speculating at least six figures. Jesus. So I was like, I don't want to get into the tangible card version of this set, right? Like, it just seems like it's going to be a money sink. And Autumn's not going to really give two shits and a fuck about it. She didn't even watch The Lord of the Rings with us. Like, she'd seen it before. She was into it when she was a little younger, but now she's just not there anymore. Right, right, right. So instead, the digital set is coming to Arena, and it's just regularly priced like all the other ones. I had abandoned a ton of... um, uh, what's it called of uh, the different currencies when I stopped playing that game like a year ago. So I jumped back into it and I've just been playing it for a couple of days and I've been having fun, but Good. same old problem. Uh, Cause again, the set doesn't come out till June 23rd, I think. So I've got a ways to go. So I was just going to build up some gold coins, um, which is just the cheap currency for just playing. You know, it's your dailies. Um, it has the same old problem. Like when I started playing just some for fun games you know, every third deck was this deck that like just crushes everyone, just trounces everyone. And the guy seems almost in, you know, annoyed to be playing against you, right? He's just like, whatever, <laughs> fuck bean. Like, let's just, let me just trounce you and move on. I need to get my seven wins for the day. Let's go. Come on, fucker. Let's go. And so it's, you know, there's that, but still it's okay. And then I did one sealed deck thing um, and just, just, fucking shredded people so like i've still got it right i still if all things were equal and the internet didn't exist right because you can't have the internet exist for your random packs right because you're just getting random stuff and you have to do it on the fly that's where Mm -hmm. i compete it's when they get to like I mean, it's literally a ton of websites that are just like, do you want to trounce everyone in arena and win a bunch of battles? Yep. Just put this deck together. You don't even have to think. Just do this. Turn one, do this. Turn two, do this. Turn three, do this. Turn four, do this. Done. Rinse, repeat. Win the game. 
And yeah, to me, my, I'm just like, why would you even have fun if you were ro- that robotic? Yeah. See, Marvel Snap, because mm-hmm. I still play that like hardcore religiously. And I'm sure there's but, a hint um, of that in this. In, in so Marvel they, Snap. so they have websites too, right? Of course, because new cards come out all the time, and, and people build a deck around a certain card. But oh, yeah. Marvel Snap is so random every fucking game because the way good point. You, you have 20 cards, you only get 10 of them when you play. You're randomly given them. And then every location too. is random. Yeah. As it, and so you get fucked like all the time. Like you just get, you know, so it's so random that you kind of can't. Yes, you can have a pretty good deck. And if you draw the cards you need and it plays out the way you want it to, it's like, yeah, because mm. I've crushed people. But then you play this one hand and it's like the first thing opens up and says, you know, on turns three, four, and five, no cards can be played here. And then the right. next one opens up and it's like, it's just like, you know, it's like, you know. Here's uh, a bunch of abilities no, on turns four and five. <laughs> no, no. There's ones like shitty ones that are just like, yeah. no cards can be played here. Yep. <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah. Okay. And I've played Marvel Snap. Yeah. But and so in, and magic goes <clears throat> even a step further where. There's a lot of ways you can like, first of all, you only need 40 cards. You can make a deck as big as you want, but your minimum is 40 cards. Right. And so a lot of people just make really slim 40 card decks and half the deck is about milling through your deck to get the combination that wins the game. Yeah. Right. And and a lot of, with this newest deck, most people are have their combinations out by turns four or five. So, like, you're getting beaten within, like, two minutes. And that's good for Marvel Snap, where rounds just move. I'm not even saying that's bad for Magic, but it's, like, not fun. Like, uh, to the point that, here's the point you always know when you get this, is, like, people get so tired of it that the deck that does that is, I want to say it's black and green are the two colors. I know black's one of them. I forget what the other color is. And it was so funny because today I was just playing a random vampire deck that was black and red. And so first turn I dropped a swamp and the guy just assumed I had that deck and he just quit the game immediately. Like the moment he saw the swamp, he's like, fuck it, I'm out. I don't want to play this deck again. Mm -hmm. And it was, like I told you, like I played probably 10, maybe 12 matches and at least 60 to 70% of the games I played, it was that same deck. Oh, okay. And it was really funny too because you get to know the deck. So then you know what they need for their combination. So I started like stopping the deck and those guys quit fast too. Like Mm -hmm. turn four, the guy went to cast his like big card that like wins the game and I was like countered. I just happened to have a counter spell. I was like, I knew it was coming. I was like, counter. And he's like, oh, fuck it. Quit. Quit. I don't want to play. Fuck you. I can't do my combination. Fuck you. That's not how that's supposed to go. And so that is still a problem that it blows my mind. Arena Mm -hmm. hasn't figured out. Right. Like, I don't even know. I don't have a great answer, but like one of the easiest answers would just be like, don't let them play the same deck more than like five times in a row and make them play anything else once. So but. what is the penalty in Magic for quitting? Like if someone quits on you, mm-hmm. what what do you get compensated? So you get a victory. So um, every single day you get 250 coins-ish for every every time you win. Okay. And then if you're in ranked matches, 
and ranked is where these decks are super prevalent because what happens is at the end of every season, whatever your standing is in ranked, you get rewarded and your ranked is cumulative. So think of it as like, um, I'd say it's closer to soccer than football. And what I mean by that is like in football, right? All the teams play each other. And then they go into the playoffs and they do like playoffs, right? And regardless of what your score was throughout the season, by and large, if you win in the playoffs, you can get all the way to the Super Bowl, right? And like win. Whereas in soccer or football is, you know, outside of the States, like you can have ties and things like that because all that really matters is how many points you've scored for the whole season, and that kind of is the case with Magic. So like with Ranked, you start with zero points. And every time you win a game, you get two points. Every time you lose a game, you lose one point, right? And it's this cumulative score. So you're trying to build your way up. Right, yes. And so Ranked, they use these high-stakes cards. And I probably wouldn't have someone quit like that because they'll go out of their way to win no matter what. Um so there is no real penalty per se, but like in ranked, they're chancing their end of the season standing. Um, in standard play, there's no harm in it. They just leave. There's no penalty. The game just okay. ends and you get your coins. Um, the Where this is kind of the bigger deal is in um, sealed deck play where you pay either real currency or coin currency and then you they just open random packs and you just you you pass them around a table right you and like 15 other people and you don't even play those people you're just passing them around and you just grab what you want you get one pick and it's like a lottery and so that's cool and then you take everything you've gotten and you make a deck out of it and then you guys just play each other those are three losses and you're out and as many wins as you can get up to seven and seven awards you the most a huge prize, in fact. Um, so with those, you'll get less people just quitting like I just described, where like on the fourth mm-hmm. turn, you counter a spell that's a combo and they're out. But um, so you'll rarely get people quitting. You'll see them fight harder, right? And try right. to like pull off miracles. And I did a couple of times in those sealed games. I pulled off a miracle where like I was dying next turn, but I managed to kill him off first. And he mm. did not see it coming. You could tell. He was just like, motherfucker. And it's funny. You can tell sometimes with the way people react and how fast they react. You can watch Mm -hmm. them. I jokingly say it's either the guy who gets pissed off and disconnects real fast or like where you like beat them and then they explode and they don't explode when you beat them. So like that was like he quit as I was pummeling him to death. Um, There's that. And then the other one is when they know they're going to win. You can watch their mouse cursor. Like you don't see their mouse cursor, but you can see the highlighting things that they're clicking on. You can see them move real fast. And I'm like, oh, that guy just got horny because he's about to win. I always jokingly say they get horny because some guys just are like, I'm about to win. And you can see him get all excited. But um, but it's fine. They're about to win. They should get excited. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, so Magic's been okay. Like I said, I play it very casually. And it's just to gain my coins for the day to have a bunch in the bank for Lord of the Rings because I'm probably going to get a fuck ton of packs um, to play it digitally. So I'm looking forward to that. But um, So I'm back into Arena. So it it hasn't changed at all. I'm just back into it. (laughs) Um, Let's see. And then... Uh, I'm going to keep going, but I'm almost done, I promise. Um, So I've been playing Xbox 360. 
been going back to play those. I played Call of Duty 2. Trees, have you ever played Call of Duty 2? Call of Duty 2, most likely I have. (laughs) (laughs) It was the original World War II at the launch of the 360. It literally came out launch day. Okay. I'm sure I have. And it was Infinity Ward's um, first console game. Call of Duty 1 was on PC only. Later got re-released as Call of Duty Classic on um, digitally on the PS3 and 360. But Call of Duty 2 was the first console release. Um, and I was impressed because, you know, I recently played Call of Duty 3 and talked about it on this show. And that was Treyarch. And I was kind of dogging on, like, the graphics and the way it plays and stuff like that. Call of Duty 2 is really a strong game. I mean, it really is. It's yeah. long. It's arduous. It is really capturing that stuff. and it, it But it definitely you can tell Spielberg was involved with this, like those early games he was involved with. And you can tell because you, you climb Hill 400, you do the D day rush and it's straight out of fucking saving private Ryan. Um, you clear out the bunkers. They even do the saving private Ryan where you guard the bridges. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They do it all. Um, they do it more in depth in call of duty three, actually. Um, but you definitely play where you you're helping them clear out the village before they 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 um, before they guard the bridges, and um, <clears throat> and so there's there's a lot of crazy stuff. You also play multiple missions, like you play like the Russian campaign, then you play the British campaign, then you play the American campaign. So they do a good job with that. And uh, Captain Price is in there, so it's interesting to find he's in the original Call of Duty one as well. And it's interesting to see him because he just looks the same with that big fucking crazy mm-hmm. beard and mustache thing. Uh, it's awesome. So it's fun to play as him. But it does point out a couple of things that we've come a long way on. So infinite respawns of enemies. I'm getting kind of sick of that shit. Like, And oh, I should point out, I played this game on Veteran. Um, no, I played on Hardened. Hardened. So Hardened to me is the Call of Duty difficulty that people should play on and i think i remember back in the day one up was also a strong pusher on that when you get to veteran they just huck too many grenades and you die just too easily that it's like more and again it's not about talent or your ability to fight through it it's just a game of attrition it's just can you die 400 times and like work your way checkpoint to checkpoint to eventually beat that game and that's how they always were push through yeah so hardened was a little more like a little more you know friendly but there were a couple of times where it was just like motherfucker so they i don't know if you remember but they always had inconsistent checkpoints this was a problem in modern warfare one and two also i think they fixed it with three but like if you didn't move up to a certain spot and then the ai knew to move up with you it wouldn't trigger a checkpoint and so you could find some areas very difficult because you're supposed to get multiple checkpoints and you just basically like stop checkpoints from spawning (laughs) And then you die and then you'd find out the second time you played through it that like a checkpoint was like very close after your last checkpoint. So that's still there. Um, I did have a time where a guy just like closed a door on me for some unknown reason. And then we were supposed to go out that door and I couldn't get out. So that stuff was in there. And there are a couple of missions specifically that I just want to mention them so that those who have played it we'll just get flashbacks of just like really getting stuck where you had to like just die over and over and over again to get through it. Um, 
And one was definitely at the near the end of the Russian campaign. You're like holed up in this old apartment building that's like two stories. And they're like, just survive for five minutes. And a clock counts down five minutes while they just flood this building with bad guys, uh, with, with German troops. And your AI does not really help you. They do the same thing when you get to the top of the hill in Hill 400. You got to do that as an American. And it's even crazier. It's like seven minutes or something. Hmm. Um, but they do some fun ones. You get to drive a tank around and blow up a tank. Um, you get to do some crazy missions where you run up to tanks and like plant explosives on them, and blow them up. That's fun. And there's a great sniper one where you're on like a silo and you're sniping um, mortar teams that are rushing out to an open field. Um, and I love that one because you get a checkpoint right before you have to go down a ladder. And I don't know if you remember this, but going down ladders in those games was a real mess for a while. <laughs> like you just mm. couldn't go down a ladder. <laughs> and so I died like 35 times trying to go down a ladder before finally getting it to stick on a ladder and let me walk down. And then I completed the mission. So, but I don't remember any of those games, man. Yeah, Barely, they, it was you know. interesting to go back to it. Um, that game is just significantly better than Call of Duty 3 is. And then, of course, 4 was Modern Warfare, so it moved on. I'm curious to go back to World at War. I will at some point and check that out. But but while I was doing that, Trees, because um, that game's backward compatible, so I was playing it on mm-hmm. Series X. Um, uh, they didn't enhance it in any way or anything like that. I think it might have auto HDR, but it might not even have that. So it's not like enhanced anyway, but it, was, it held up very well. Um, but I booted up my old 360 um, because I I didn't play it and I won't be talking about it, but um, I bought this game called Bullet Witch, which was like an early, like near launch. It wasn't near launch. It was within the first year of the 360. And um, I, uh, I had never played it, so I bought it and I went to install it. And it uh, that, that game sits on the installing screen. You think it's broken for a while, but you just have to wait five minutes and then it'll install finally. I don't know why. Um, But then I got into the shop and there's a bunch of games that are still available digitally. Like games that we were told were going to be pulled off the store. Like I remember hearing that like Left 4 Dead was pulled off the store and Left 4 Dead 2 and all of its DLC and Sonic and all this stuff. No, it's all there still. I was able to buy it. So weird, but I was surprised with how many games are still there. Um, that you can still buy off the store and for cheap. Like, I don't know why you'd want to do this, but if you really want to punch yourself in the nuts, Sonic the Hedgehog 2006 is $4.99 on that store right now. Like, you have to have a 360. It's not backward compatible, but mm. you can go buy it. But anyway. um, So, yeah. Uh, but last but not least, I'm going to wrap up with this new game. Okay. So I started uh, Deathloop. So, oh, okay. I always stare at that game. Yeah, me too. You know what I mean? I always stare at it. So, a... Well, and I have a weird um, thing with that game because I bought it on Black Friday, not this recent year, but like, well, maybe it was this recent year. I think it was like, you know, like eight months ago. And then it got added to PS Plus Extra and I was able to get more in-store credit for it when I traded it in when that happened than I paid for it on Black Friday. Um, and so I've wanted to play it and I've always been told to play it on the PlayStation, not on the Xbox. The reason being is, um, Juliet, I think is her name. It's either Julia or Juliet. Um, 
contacts you through like a, a headset and so it comes it through, through on the, the microphone through the, the um, controller. Yep. I like that. I yeah, like and that. It, it does add a lot to it. It really does. <clears throat> um, so I was like, all right, I'm going to give this game a try, right? Like I struggle with Arcane's games. Like, you know, I, I think you know at this point, right? Do you recall how controversially pissed I was about Dishonored 1? Because I couldn't well, do like, I mean, a no-kill run. Yeah, I mean, I remember, maybe not you specifically, but I remember that was a hot and cold game. Yeah. You know, some like, people loved it and some people hated it. I like, really loved combat. it. And then I tried to do a no-kill run and I got like 10 hours into that game. And I couldn't do both a no-kill run. One of their missions was glitched where you couldn't do both a no-kill run and do every mission. You either had to let that mission go that optional mission and then you could do the no kill run or you had to kill somebody to pass that mission. And that Mm. was a glitch. It wasn't intended to be that way. You were supposed to be able to do it. And I just gave up on that game because I couldn't do both. And that was me being a child. But anyway, um, (laughs) and as a result, like I think I gave prey a try. I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. And I gave up on it and I really need to go back and give that another try. And so the one thing I remembered was everyone who used to like love Dishonored 1 and 2 and and um, Prey and all that stuff. Like, you know, those guys who were like just loving it. They were like, these aren't just first person games. They are, oh, what do they call them? Something Sims. You know, they're like integrated Sims. Yeah, and like walking simulators. And they're like, no, they're so much more than that. Um, and so people just loved it. And then they hated De- Deathloop. And they're like, oh, I hate this game. They explain everything to you. And it's straightforward. And you know what to do. And the story makes sense. And I'm like, these all sound like positives, guys. What? What's your issue? And they're like, I want something that's obtuse and weird and doesn't make any sense and is complicated. And I get to sound awesome when I describe to people what to do, right? Like that was always the asshole, like pompous nature I got from these games, like the players (laughs) of these games. And so I was like, maybe I'll like Deathloop because they all hate it, right? So anyway, I started playing it. I'm guessing you know the premise, like the just the basic premise. Yeah, I do. I, I did okay. play play it a long time ago. Oh, okay. Sorry. I, I no wait no Deathloop. Uh, no, in my head I started it. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> in my head, I've watched the oh, the sin the opening cinematic or the the trailer. I've watched it like ten times because I always I hover it. over it. Yeah, then it is that. Um, so you're playing the same day over and over again. But you can go to different places, learn new things, right? And then you're going to do the Groundhog Day thing where you have a miracle day where you solve all your problems at once, right? Yes, yes. So I started playing this game. One thing I will say is people are right. They throw a lot at you at first. Like trees, like you got to like, if you go play this game, it the, the character, the lead character, Colt, he is a great first impression. He's just this badass 70s-style, smooth-talking, shaft-like character. Right. And he's just really funny. Like, he he really is. He's like, oh, man, like, oh, I got to stop waking up hungover like this. But then I'd have to stop drinking, and my alcoholic tendencies just aren't going to allow for that, you know, and stuff like that. And, you know, and, like, when she gets really mad at you in the very beginning, he's like, we dated, didn't we? 
I can tell we dated. Yeah, you don't get pissed this. You don't hate someone this much unless we dated and stuff like that. So like he's amusing, but they throw a lot of mechanics at you at first and all with like big grandiose tutorials that you have to read like lots of walls of text for. And it's very slow paced. And at first it's like, "Mm, no, you guys kind of made the concept of a first person shooter where you sneak around and kill people a little too complicated. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, But in the end, it it ends up once you get going, like it's it's pretty straightforward and it's it's not that bad. Um, It's got a lot of exploration areas, but I don't think in the beginning of this game and maybe in general, and this probably is another thing that people don't like it doesn't really reward you it doesn't care if you do it but it doesn't really reward you much for being Uh, exploration like exploring exploring areas especially in the beginning and it's because the game's designed that you'll return to these areas later on with like more abilities more knowledge more accessibility and you can get into areas you can't and stuff like that so exploring right now is nothing but a slog because you'll likely get killed and you can't you get to the spot where you can you can't do anything else right like you get stopped before you get to the end of your find i guess i would say you know your reward for exploring so right now i'm just going waypoint to waypoint and doing stuff and i'm finding the game to be a lot of fun a lot more fun than it was when I was wandering around trying not to be seen, killing people, and finding nothing in the places I was ransacking. <laughs> mm. So if you're good with linear, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's what I thought We Happy Few was going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is the easiest it. way to put it. And it has that, it kind of looks like that, right? Yes. And what I do like about it is, and this is kind of my final comment on it, it is making good on what we thought Bioshock was going to be. Do you remember when Ken Levine would talk about Bioshock early on, like right before it came out and he goes, Oh yeah, there's all these, I remember this in the E3 press conference or whatever, um, watching it online. This was before I went to E3. He was like, Oh yeah, yeah. Like there's different ways you can tackle stuff. So maybe you want to go straight ahead and shoot the barrel and blow it up and then kill the guy. But maybe you want to go around the side and throw lightning and zap him that way or this and that. Deathloop really has that. Where, like, there's about three or four different paths to tackle any scenario with a group of enemies. And none of them are wrong. And they're Mm -hmm. all kind of created and designed in a way that they're totally viable ways to do it. And I do like that. Right? Like, it it seems very tactical. And sometimes just skipping the battle altogether is the answer. Just, mm-hmm. I just snuck past early on like a pack of like seven dudes all with like shotguns and machine guns. And I was like, yeah, I probably don't want to fight any of them right now. No. And you don't get anything <laughs> for killing people in this game. Like, right. So it was like, okay. And it totally worked. Yeah, it's just real sneaky. Got around them. Yeah. Mm. So we'll see. I, I'm, I'm cautiously positive on this game. It is definitely going to be very straightforward. But if it gets, if it tries to get too presumptuous or too obscure i'll probably walk away my attention is hanging on loosely i'm gonna keep staring at it yeah i think that's that's the road i'm gonna go i'm gonna keep staring at it and then not play it that's definitely an option i think that's where i'm headed (laughs) that's fair 
And yeah, and I'll just wrap up with like, I keep wanting to go back to Marvel's Midnight Suns, but the time sync that's in there mm-hmm. and the type of game it is, I don't know. It's struggling to keep my attention. And I know that's not the case with people who have played as much as I have. And I haven't played a ton, but once you're 15 hours in, most people are committed and on it and they have that itch mm-hmm. to go back to it. And I don't have that. So I don't no. know. We'll see. Hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, after a really long hour, that's what I've been yep. playing. How about you, sir? What have you been up to? <laughs> Let me think. Let me think. I didn't play much this week. I got to be honest. Um, you oh, know, well, you're I, welcome I, then. <laughs> I, I, yeah. You know, I, I, I still find it around in No Man's Sky. And then <clears throat> the kids have been really into Animal Crossing this week. Okay. For some reasons, and they've been they were bugging me like crazy to get mine out, so I could like go see their towns and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny the age difference because uh, you know my daughter's fifteen, and to right. her her switch light is an Animal Crossing machine. You know, right? <laughs> For the last whatever year, how many years? Three years or whatever. Like that's what that's the that's purpose all, it serves. That's, yeah. Yes, that's what that thing is. And so it's funny seeing her town because she has it all. It's like beautiful. You know what I mean? It's all it's, it's mm-hmm. nuts. You know, and she has all the cross pollinated flowers and all that shit. And then you go to my son's and it looks like it looks like one of the neighbors like in rural Maine. You know what I mean? It's just <laughs> like spare tires and boots in like a toilet on the front lawn. And uh because he's he's just He's too young to understand, like, because as kid-like as Animal Crossing is, uh, I don't know if you ever played the Switch version. I have but not. In, but in the beginning, it's tutorials, right? And mm-hmm. Tom Nook has a bunch of, like, tutorials for you to do to kind of get things going. And at some point, you know, he he's asking you to craft furniture for different um, neighbors, Mm-hmm. Before you can like upgrade his like tent into like the actual city hall, and then then you can start building bridges and stuff and start sculpting your island. Well, my son never did any of that. Like he was too young to understand or read any of that. So he still has just a tent for like a city hall, and it's like this main island. He has like a uh, a pole vault. Like a like a, a vaulting pole uh-huh. to get over to the other little bits of land. I love but it. But he hasn't built any bridges yet, and he just dumps stuff everywhere. Like he doesn't have the concept of storage. So you go around his <laughs> island, and it's like oh, it sounds like he has the concept and, of storage down yeah. pat. What are you talking yeah, just, about? And then you go in his little house, and it's not upgraded, right? It's just <laughs> one small room, and it's just packed with aquariums and bug cages. In like a toilet, he's got the toilet down. He goes, "Dad, you gave me a gift because I forgot I would send him weird shit." Because mm-hmm. you're gonna send presents, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and he had my me and my daughter rolling the other day because he just goes, "Dad," I go, "What?" He goes, "What's a squat toilet?" <laughs> I go, like a squatty potty. Yeah, it's like it's built into the ground, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just like a trough. Toilet. I go to exactly what it is, son. It's a squat toilet. You squat over it. That's right. Uh, so he has that in his house, which a bunch of fucking fish, bugs. 
And then what's even crueler is he has like fish that he caught and then he dumps them on the land. So they go into a little aquarium. So they're like on the beach, there's just like little aquarium aquariums everywhere with the fish and lobsters in them. I'm like, those poor fish <laughs> just looking at the ocean. Right. It's just, right there. It's, it's, it's right, right there. That's <laughs> like in Nemo, though. There was a certain degree of it that is. in Nemo. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I uh, I popped into his island today and uh, was pick, picking up weeds for him and stuff. <laughs> and uh, I go, buddy, you have a trash can right here. You can throw all this stuff in the trash can. It disappears. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, whatever. Um, so, yeah, that was fun to revisit that. Kids have been very into their switches lately. Um <clears throat> And then I played a game called – someone at work suggested I played this game. They're like, it's right up your alley. It's like uh, Mario Maker meets like uh, something else. And I'm like, oh, cool. That does sound cool. And then I played it. I went, this is nothing like whatever you just suggested. Uh, it was called Meet Your Maker. Meet and, Your Maker. Okay. And it's it's a cool concept, right? And it's basically – these just death runs, um, and they're all user made. Um, okay, so it's kind of like this cool atmosphere, this cool aesthetic of sort of like this like desert, like post-apocalyptic whatever. Um, <clears throat> and there's these little bunkers that you build, and you build them with bl- cubes and like traps. And at the center is this, I forget what it is. It's, it's, you know, it's whatever, plutonium, whatever the fuck it is, right? It's game juice. It's game <laughs> juice, whatever, you know. Game um, fuel. <laughs> and uh, you get it. And when you, you got to get to the center, get it, and then get out. And then you can go back to your base. And it's like, but it's all crazy traps, right? So you die over and over and over again trying <laughs> right? to figure out these traps. And you can... You, you know, you shoot the traps and, you know, parts come out of them and you collect them. And basically when you do it all and you get back to your base, uh, you upgrade your command center and you upgrade different stations, which allows you better traps and more traps to design your base. Mm-hmm. And when people play your base and they die, you go in there and you get all the stuff they drop. But it's that loop uh-huh, of okay. like, and it's it's interesting because it's like if you watch the trailer for it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which I did. Uh, one, they make <laughs> it seem like it's multiplayer. Like they they make it seem like it's co-op, like two people at once, which you can do. Um, but they make it seem like it's two people opposing each other, racing to get this stuff, mm-hmm. and they also make it feel like it's a running gun. Like, don't stop moving. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? If you watch the trailer, everything is like fucking fast paced and let's go. And you're running on walls and fucking, you know, Indiana Jones sliding under spikes. Mm hmm. But in reality, you creep around a corner, you miss spikes, you shoot that, and then a flamethrower from the ceiling gets you. (laughs) (coughs) Gotta watch out for those traps. And then the next time you go, okay, I shoot that. Now there's a flamethrower. I got that. Turn the corner. I got with the rocket launcher. She kills you. Okay. Damn. Rinse and repeat until you get to the center and do it. And depending on how hard they are, you get more stuff. 
And it was cool. Like it was one of those things where I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna fucking play this and fucking." But then I'm like, they showed that you go into the tutorial on how to design your thing, mm-hmm. and I said, "I don't want to do this." Right? <laughs> like I don't want to. Especially after you already played some like cool ones, you're like, "I'm not gonna be able to make those," and so <laughs> I don't want to do this. And then when you think about it, like when you stop and you go, "Well, why am I playing these? Like, what's my goal to get this stuff?" Well, mm-hmm. my goal is to bring it back. And then upgrade my traps for buildings I don't want to build. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like there is no, for me, there was no end game to it. There there wasn't, you know, it was basically me struggling through these things to get more currency, whatever all the currencies were, to basically upgrade for stuff I don't want to do. So I'm like, okay, I think I'm done with it. You know what I mean? It was a cool concept. Sure. I think it was advertised wrong because I do remember seeing the trailer for it at some point back when it was released. And yeah, my impression of it was it's like, you know, go, 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 go. Almost like those first impressions of Deathloop, right? The first trails for Deathloop made it feel like you were running and gunning and you didn't stop. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, because he would if, like if, if, run and jump and slide, shoot someone in the head and slide. Yes. And, yeah, and that's not at least that's not mm-hmm. how I play. They do say you right. can go in there guns a blazing, but they seem to yeah suggest that but, that's not the best yes. way to do it. So if you if you look up the trailer for Meet Your uh, Meet Your Maker, yeah, yep. Meet Your Maker, it looks cool, but it definitely gives you the wrong impression of what that game is. And uh, it was neat. I played it on. Um, PlayStation Plus. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I, I don't know if it's. I think it's the PlayStation, the the place uh, PlayStation Extra. Plus. I think it's the monthly game, the free monthly game, not oh, in okay. the, not in the catalog. I think it's yeah. like you know the whatever the three games are or the two games. They always month. have the games with gold or whatever. Or no, what that's they, PlayStation. Yeah, they're, they're, sorry, Xbox. Oh, mixed up. It's their equivalent of games with gold, right? Yeah. So it's uh, yeah, it's their monthly game or whatever. Well, except that uh, like often. Um, the PlayStation ones are relevant. I don't even think Xbox is trying anymore. Um, those free games aren't worth having. Oh yeah, I own it. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, I mean, if that sounds interesting to anybody. Like, if you do like building that sort of like Mario Maker level, I guess it's that. I guess it's accurate that way, maybe. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. how hard can I make this fucking thing for someone to get through? And then there's that kind of personality that's like, I'm going to get through this. Nothing's yeah. impossible. If you remember you know back I mean? in the 360 PS3 era, there was a game called, came out around 2010 as well. It's called Cloudberry Kingdom. And it's it was very fair, much yeah. like, make your own difficult platformer. Like, mm. <sighs> well, I deleted that. Uh, Sifu went back to Gamefly. Okay. Uh, I played it a few more days, but again, it's just kind of um, going back through the levels and stuff. And I kind of had my fill of it. I was like, okay, I'm not going to get the trophies, right? That's not never my goal is mm-hmm. to like fill out my trophies. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to unlock all this costumes and just play through them all. You know what I mean? Like I had my fun experience in the combat and playing through the story a few times mm-hmm. and i'm like oh i'm good that was fun that was I've a fun seen what i need here thank you <laughs> yeah that was a fun weekend sort of playthrough thing so that yeah. went back 
I forget what's being sent to me. Some weird adventure game I fucking put on my list that I'd never heard of before. <laughs> well, in my it was life. funny. Uh, a buddy of mine and I were um, talking, and he was like, "Hey, you know the biggest difference between." video games then and video games now is like back then it was like a one night stand nowadays it's like a fucking marriage like you, you know every game is like you know <laughs> he goes back in the day you'd come home and you'd be like oh i'm gonna play this game and you play it for like an hour and you're like eh, i want to try something new you play a different game for an hour you might switch it out three four times in a night nowadays you like log into a game and even if you have like 40 hours a week to play video games for you come back a month later and you're still like working your way through it. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I get that. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, I know. Uh, I'm still trying to keep that one nice stand going. Nice work. Yeah. I'm still trying to, ha- I'm still trying to live that lifestyle. I appreciate you for trying to keep it alive. That's right. Never let the dream um, die. And then I, because, uh, you know, I'm in between sort of games I'm mm-hmm. playing. Granted, I have tons of new games that I just haven't started, but, <laughs> you know, it's always so daunting to me. I'm like, oh, of course, you know. Yeah. And so, I was going through Game Pass, and once in a while, I just kind of look at the optimized games for Series X. You know, uh huh. And uh, there it was, right? An oldie, an old girlfriend, right? Talk about one nice thing. This is old, go. old yeah. X, old uh-huh. X. And I said, you know what? Look at it. She got a nose job. She's ready for the Series X. <laughs> got a boob job. Got a nose job. There you go. Maybe, maybe we'll give this thing another, another whirl. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that and was that is, is SnowRunner. All right. That was the sequel last to thing Mud. I thought you were going Mud Runner. All right. Um, Tell me the title screen says the sequel to Mud Runner. No, um, it doesn't. Okay, it doesn't. Um, so, you know, SnowRunner, I had a love-hate relationship when I played it, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's because I didn't understand it. You know, I'm like, why do I keep, I'm just, I just get stuck. It's stuck in the mud. <laughs> and then uh, I come to understand is that is, that is the obstacle to o- overcome, Fred. You must, you must become That's one with the you mud. Become you become a SnowRunner. You got to, you know? Yeah. And, uh. This is a game, a sim game about uh, delivering cargo, right? In mm-hmm. big rigs and, and all types of things, in harsh conditions, in bad roads, all right? That's what this game is. It's uh, accurately modeled trucks. Mm-hmm. It's, it's basically a physics playground. Like, it's a physics-based game as in the mud and the water and all, and the way they interact with weight and tires and shit is super accurate. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know what you're saying for this. You're saying this, I don't, I don't get it. Like, I don't see how, uh, trudging through mud for 20 minutes, uh, you know, in a video game truck is, is rewarding. Well, but you played snow runner or you're playing mud runner. So I'm playing SnowRunner, which but is a sequel follow-up to this Mud Runner. It's a follow-up. Okay. So there was yeah. a game called like uh, there was an original game called like Slippy Wheels or something fucking stupid, right? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I'm, not even, I'm not even kidding. I gotta look it up because it's like <laughs> if you type in SnowRunner Wikipedia, I'm sure 
the first thing on there is their uh let's see what's like where is wikipedia here it is snow runner boom spin tires oh so, this is saber okay um yeah there was an old game called spin tire and I guess it got like a little cult following, right? Oh, yeah. and Spin then, Tires is done by UV Game Studio. And so they followed it up with Mud Runner. Then Mud Runner becomes sort of like, again, come, you know, it's like Comic Can Simulator. It, it got a following, it, it got its audience. Mm-hmm. And Snow Runner is a follow up. And Snow Runner apparently is very popular, right? Oh, it's okay. one of those things. It's like a boy band, right? You're like, well, who the fuck's listening to that? But yet, Yo, it's number one. Everyone, someone's li- your best someone's friend. Listening to it. <laughs> um, put it this way, Fred. When you turn on SnowRunner, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it has ads for season nine DLC. Damn. Right? Yeah. Damn. So, uh, right? So all your little darlings, uh, your Tunic doesn't have a fucking season two. All right? SnowRunner has <laughs> season yet. nine. So go fuck yourself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Tell me what people like. Runner's um, ready for longevity. It is. It reminds you of like all these sim games I play that we laugh about, right? Like, like lawn mowing simulator and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, yo, they're on their like, yo, seventh DLC pack. Right. <laughs> and they wouldn't be doing that if no one was buying them. Do you, oh, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Uh, so it's weird to be in the sim world because it's like, <laughs> it's just a different thing, man. And, I want to uh, meet the guy who's like, look at all these skins. I bought this for my SnowRunner because mm-hmm. it was exclusive. Yes. Yeah, it's like a oh, fucking a cat dump truck. What <laughs> the fuck? Need that, you know? Um, you had me at dump truck. So uh, SnowRunner, again, it's a game about picking up cargo, using the right truck for it, using the right fucking trailers, in uh, delivering lumber. Or pipes, or fucking concrete, um, and again, and you got to get through rough terrain to get there. And it's physics based, so you think you go this way and you hit a rock, and you and you're like, you know, you can see the goal there, and you tip <laughs> your whole fucking trailer over in the mud, Damn, and you're like, yeah. motherfucker, it's that kind of shit. I love it's it. I mean, that's use, very frustrating for the player. It is, but, yeah. It's using gears, gears, right, and and. Having the patience to put it in a lower gear to go through rougher mud, mm-hmm. so you get more traction than just trying to gun it through. And, torque um, trees. It's all about torque. <laughs> I'm having it clicked with me sometime this week playing mm-hmm. it because I remembered a little bit of it from last time I played it. So I started playing. I started a new game, and um, <clears throat> yo, it does a lot of weird, quirky sim stuff um, that takes a lot of getting used to. Um, but it's, I don't know. It's, I find these things crazy rewarding. Mm-hmm. You know, my daughter was sitting on the couch playing Animal Crossing as I was playing this. And, uh, she's like, this might be the stupidest fucking thing you've ever played that I've seen you play. <laughs> Not those exact words, obviously right. she's 15. And, uh, <clears throat> and of course, cause I sit there and talk shit, Right. To myself, just out loud, talk, you know, talk shit about me playing SnowRunner. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
And I'm like, look at this. You know, I'll be talking out loud and she's sitting there like, and I'm just like winching myself out of mud. And I'm like, here we go. And I'm out. And I'm out. And I'm like, this is what it takes, honey. This is what it takes. This yeah. is, that's called perseverance. Perseverance. Other people would give up. I go, listen, these conditions create hard people. You understand? You can't be sought. And she's just like, oh, my God. Can you, can you please stop? You know? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, listen, I didn't choose to be up here. You understand? I didn't choose this life, but the top you know, is just I, a steep slope. I I didn't mean to kill that guy in the bar. All right, but things happen, and you find yourself in Alaska, moving pipes, building bridges, <laughs> and this is what we have to do to it. survive. And it, it it makes you a certain kind of person. And she's like, "Oh my god, can you just just play your game?" <laughs> this is how I play for it. This, you know, you said last week, um. You said something about like you said. I like how trees. You find the fun in a game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm like, I, do. I don't. I don't know if that's worded right because I, in my brain, I'm like, I would say, Fred. I don't see. I you know. I don't understand how you can't see the fun. <laughs> see what I'm saying? Everybody yeah. has, like you said, everyone has their own definition of fun. Right. Yeah. But I, I, I see where you're going with it. Yeah. So I think I, you would I, have far more fun than I would. Yeah. So I have some tips for SnowRunner. Okay. For people listen if you try it out. Because now that I've put some hours into my SnowRunner, I got some trucks I like. <clears throat> I've customized them, painted them, put stickers on them. Uh, have a hula girl on the dash of one nice. of my trucks. Um, I have a bunch of stuff going on. One. You know how I don't like uh, – th- this has a night cycle, of course, right? You know how I right, feel about night Right, so it does cycles. day night cycles? You know how I feel about night in game, video games. You love them. It's the Majora's most useless. Mask is your favorite. It is the most useless, annoying thing. If you're a game developer, listen to this. Just don't do night cycles. They're not needed. No one likes them. You know, people can't wait for them to be over. You can't see what you... So it has this, right? But what I didn't realize, I had a tip. Because, uh, of course, I was watching videos this week at work on SnowRunner. Sure. Right. Got to get your um, tip on. Yeah, I get it. There is a there is a move time button in the, in the menu <laughs> that is not pointed out. And if you tap it like twice, it brings you back the morning. All right? So my suggestion is whenever even it starts to get dim, <laughs> pause it, boom, boom. No missions are time-based. There are no t- time constraints in this game. There's mm-hmm. never, like, this has to be done in a certain, nothing. Time has no value in this game. Don't know why there's a night cycle. Don't need it. Get rid of it. All right? Okay. Um, second, the winch, Fred, the winch is your best friend. Well, right? I mean, yeah, I can see that. I have yanked myself like Spider-Man through roads of mud, just hitting trees and just shooting that thing out and uh, moving along. I have learned that. I've learned I've learned so much. Like I, I was complete emissions today, like nobody, nobody's business. <laughs> when I first tried this game, Fred, I was like leaving trucks in the mud 
just abandoning them. <laughs> I was they're all just, forfeit. <laughs> I was just quitting shit. I didn't understand how to move my trucks around. The game's very strange because if you get stuck, you can recover your vehicle. You just hit recover in the menu, and it will deliver you back to your garage. Uh, the problem is in this game, the map's not super t- uh, big, but they're not tiny. And usually in every area, you only have one garage, right? Uh, uh-huh. That's where you can, you know, you store your truck. So if like you have to recover yourself, it will put you back there. So if you're already on the other end doing a mission and you get stuck, that's kind of a bummer. But what's great is, you know, there's gas in repair in this game. So you can run out of gas and you can fuck up your axle and all this stuff. And you can spend money to repair it and you can stop for gas but say you finish a mission uh-huh. or you give up on a mission, you're far away. And you're like, fuck this. Right. If right, you recover like you your, ve- if you recover your vehicle and send it back to your garage, it fully repairs it and fills the tank. So like if you can crawl through a mission with a broken, like a flat tire, <laughs> like you could, <laughs> you could just finish the mission and send it back to the garage and it gets fully fixed. It's a good tip. Cause I never knew it until, uh, later and it's like that's a good that's a good move right there um i don't know i'm enjoying this game a lot right i am enjoying i pumped my fist in the air how many times do you do that when you play a game i pumped my fist in the air that and devil's horns like no i'm kidding it was that's actually pretty awesome it was a downed power line right Damn. So it was a big tower crossing a road because they block paths with stuff like that and rock slides and like these unbuilt bridges. So what you want to do is try to repair those as soon as possible. You just got to bring the necessary materials and it basically connects the map. You know, it will it will make it easy to get around. Um, <clears throat> and so if you download it, you know, they give you some trucks out the gate that are pretty capable um, but like, if you have two trucks of the same sort of thing, they're the same kind of, you can sell one and buy another truck that you need. Like I bought me a, a big rig, but it's for off-road. So it has big, like knobby ties. That thing shreds. I use that thing for everything, you know, <laughs> it's that your Swiss army it's your through yeah. mud. Um, and what's great is. You need certain trailers for shit, right? And you can buy them. You buy them at the trailer store and stuff. But what's great is you buy them, and then you can sell them back. But the good thing about this game is the prices don't go down or up. Really? You, okay. you, buy, it, you buy trucks and trailers, and if you sell them back, you get the same as the exact amount of money. So it's almost like you're leasing them for a job. you know. So you can buy a trailer, right. but then just return it when you're done. I like that. Um, the game throws you off a little because okay. you start in Michigan and it's all bright and woodsy mm-hmm. and fall. And it's just kind of mud you're dealing with. Uh, and then during the tutorial, uh, they teach you how to move around globally because there's like three maps, I think. And then like some deals. I think there's Alaska and Russia. And then there might be more, but I think they're DLC maybe, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and so the last tutorial mission is they send you to 
they show you how to go to Alaska. You got to like store your trucks that you want to bring, like put them. So when you travel, then you can un- take them out of storage when you get to your new garage. So they move you to Alaska and they give you like a mission Alaska. And when you finish it, they're like, there you go. Have fun exploring Alaska and complete missions and build your empire. All that bullshit. Right. Um, and they leave you in Alaska. Alaska is fucking hard as balls, like the snow <laughs> and the mud. Like it's yeah, I can imagine. It's brutal, man. And then I didn't realize, why don't I just go back to Michigan? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I just went back to the original story map. Of, and, story of adulthood, right? Like, Well, the tutorial, the way they leave you there, and they're like, now explore Alaska. And, you know, it's almost like you, okay, I'm here. And then you're like, wait, I can go anywhere I want. So went back, went back there. <laughs> Yep. Oh, that place. It went back. Um, <laughs> Snowrunner is a hard game to explain, but if you watch the trailer, and I love these sim game trailers because they play rap music and rock right? and shit. They, they, they just yeah, show the people, marketing people who are yes. making these are great, and they just show them going through mud. Um, <clears throat> and again, it's a physics-based game. It's like you think you can go over this shoulder, <clears throat> and then you roll all the fucking logs off your truck, and you tip over. Um, I learned a tip. You know those cranes that pick up like logs and shit that are on the back of your truck, back of yeah, the flatbeds. Yeah. Uh, I learned like if you're going over a shoulder and you're tilting a little, like mm-hmm. you need to get around this mud thing. So you're going to like kind of like, you know, fudge it on this mm-hmm. hill. You swing the crane out. So if the, if the, the, uh, <clears throat> the shoulder, the declines on the right, you know, you swing that crane out to the left. For the balance, because mm-hmm. it's all fizz. Oh, see, there's a tip right there, Fred. Um, good stuff. Good stuff. Mo- Snowrunner, solid sim game. If you're into like a brutal sim game, and that's another thing right out the gate, just so you know, it's fucking brutal, man. It's brutal. It's hard. It has a steep le- learning curve, but kind of fucking rewarding, Fred. Pretty rewarding. Sounds like yep. you thoroughly enjoyed it, and uh, I now have an appreciation for <laughs> Snow, Snow Runner that I never expected to have going into this. Season nine, people, you love They're to in see season it. nine. I'll say that. So it's not just me that likes oh, Snow no. Runner. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I might go back to Alaska tomorrow because uh, on the maps mm-hmm. you find like Forza Horizon. You find abandoned cars and trucks, and swamps, nice. or in the woods. And if you repair them or tow them back to your garage, then mm-hmm. you get them. You mm-hmm. unlock them and you can keep them. And someone's in Alaska, I guess, is a Hummer. There you go. So they give you one scout vehicle, or you have a scout vehicle, which is like a Bronco or something. It's like not for hauling anything, but it's for exploring. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, like, every good game, there's watchtowers. And if you find them, they open up the map give you more missions and usually those are accessible through these little scout vehicles and someone said there's a hummer in alaska that's part of like one of the first missions is to find this hummer and it's pretty uh it's pretty solid there you so go. that's my mission for this week get my hum my hum v get you get my hum don't say get, get my, my hummer hum. i know well, I, you, you know i started to say it and then i i course corrected because i realized what it sounded like <laughs> it's late um Snow Runner, man. 
fun. You know, I like these games. Hell yeah. Uh, I didn't do it justice. It's late. I'm tired. You know, I'm sure there was points I was going to But uh, if you want to treat anybody listening right now, uh, go on your phone, watch the trailer for Snow Runner. You'll get a chuckle out of it. There you go. They really pump some adrenaline into these boring ass sim games <laughs> with those trailers. <laughs> You I don't know. You, the way you tell it, it's not that boring. It's by my boys and girls over at Focus Home Interactive. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a slow moving game, but fun. I think. I think it maybe addicting is more uh, the word. It's like you want to do it. Like you want to. You, you know, know you want to check this. I gotta out. get it from does. here to there. I gotta get these logs. I gotta get these mm-hmm. two. These fucking. Uh, you know this lumber there but i know there's a fucking the roads out there's a mud pit right there i know there is i can get i think i can get there i know i can get there do this yeah get yourself buy yourself the off-road truck right out the gate there's a big ass yellow off-roader 18 wheeler type get yourself a 72 chevelle throw some chains on the tires well here's a tip they give you when you get the xbox version game Mm -hmm. the the it had it gives you some DLC trucks. Oh. So I don't know if they give you the first season of DLC or something, but there's like two big trucks and one's a cat and one's something else, but they're both identical. Like they both do the same, same thing. Same stats, but they're like yeah, and they're, they're just different brands. Yeah. Different brands. So sell one of them right out the gate. Oh, smart. And then you can just buy the off-road one. The one that has mm-hmm. off-road ties, the big guy. And uh that thing kicks ass has some has all-wheel drive has a differential in there fred always engaged hell and, yeah uh, yeah that's how they stop. get you the diff yeah diff diff <laughs> Snow i'm people. kidding but even... i'm not kidding like that was the that laugh was like i was kidding listen, when i said the diff but i know that's accurate mm-hmm. actually <laughs> but listen you know me fred and you know you know i was taking a hard look at that dlc button oh yeah <laughs> god i know it but you've just rented this, right? Like you shouldn't, or did you keep? I didn't rent. I didn't rent it at all. This is on Game Pass. Oh, it's on Game Pass. Okay. Yeah, it's in the, the optimized. Well, for X. once so you get the this, DLC, oh, that's right. You went looking on Game Pass for optimized. Yes, that's right. Yes. But before you start getting DLC, just keep in mind, mm-hmm. you could be in a situation like me, where my daughter was asking me if that leaving soon of Tetris Effect connected on the Xbox Ooh. is real. And I was like, yeah, it's real. She's like, we got to get that. And I'm like, it's 30 bucks. And I really like it on the PlayStation with the VR. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So I think when I originally played this game, it might have been Xbox One. I can't remember. I played it a while ago. but It's a year and a half old. It is. And I didn't even mention this, but uh, it is really gorgeous. Like, it looks. You know, I play those other sim games that are janky as fuck, right? <laughs> um, but stuff like like this mm-hmm. looks really like trucks look good, and as dumb as it fucking sounds, like when you're stuck in the mud in an eighteen wheel and you can swing around and look, like the wheels spinning in the way the mud's moving and deforming and all this stuff, it it's pretty it's impressive. Oh, like yeah. it's not like a budget title. That like there's like work 
There was like work put into this game. This this isn't gas station simulator. You know, with people. Well, yeah, floating I don't know if you know, but like stuff. Saber worked on like yes. Master Chief yeah. Collection. And yep. They oh, did. Yeah. They I think they were the developers on the mm-hmm. remake of Combat Evolved. Let me see. Yep. Yeah. And there's something for me, this is the last thing I'll say about. There is something like amazingly awesome about like a ta- talented teams like putting this much effort and research into a game like this. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? The attention, the details, there's something about it. It's it's pretty awesome. Like I said, it looks gorgeous on the uh Series X. Oh shit, they yeah, they did Crisis Remastered. They did the Witcher 3 port to Steam or to uh Switch. Mm. Yeah. They've they've earned their chops on this. Yeah, there's no doubt that this game looks gorgeous. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. I mean, and I could look it. up screenshots. Oh, you, you could know what look else? up screenshots. Go to go to um no, go to the Steam page right I'm now. I'm looking right now. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was trello. looking. It looks very good. Uh they're also right now porting Kingdom Come Deliverance to the Switch. Why the fuck uh, do you want that game on the Switch? Don't, don't ask me, know. but Yeah, if you just go to the the Steam page, the trailer plays in the little window. I'm seeing that. You know? Yeah. I got it <laughs> muted. You can't tell, but yeah. But it looks good, man. It looks uh very it's a good looking in fact looking game. It's a good it's on mud. sale right now, too. <laughs> it's good. Third mud. anniversary edition. That, Two million player community. That just beautiful said. lighting. Beautiful. It, it's like this is the PZ version that's showing, obviously. So yeah. but uh yeah. the Series X looks looks pretty good too. Now on Nintendo luck. Switch. Jesus, yeah, they really that. sell that one, huh? Good luck with that. It's also playable on the Steam Deck, for those of you wondering. Ooh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it says play up to four players online, I, know, I wonder. Yeah. I haven't even tried that. Yeah. I know. They, I know. This trail is weird. It shows a rocket launching. I don't know what's going on in this fucking trail. <laughs> this is obscure. You haven't you know gotten the there D- yet. You haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> you know what the DLC, they get nutty. They just yeah, said add weird smidges. Because it was trailers I could add mm-hmm. and like... As you flip through them, it shows them on the back of the thing, and one of them looked like, yeah, it did. It, it said like, um, I'm not even gonna repeat. I can't remember what it said, but it was very alien like, and it looked fucked up. I'm like, what is that supposed? It's like Transformers, <laughs> something or other. And I'm like, what? So I think they got a little goofy with it too at the same time. But uh, anyways, man, listen, that's the most. That's the most. I guarantee. On a video game podcast in the last six months, someone's talked about SnowRunner. All right, there you go. Challenge accepted. But I think you're right. And I think I'll. Uh, I'm gonna keep playing. So, <laughs> so there's that. The people at Saber Interactive and Game Pass. Thank you. <laughs> yes, someone has to. Someone has to be the voice. Yeah, my God. Everyone's talking Snow about. Nerds. Everyone's talking about the sad state of. Um, is, I don't know if you heard, but uh, that that game that. Uh, I played that had all the yokai in it that was in Japan that just came out on um, Yokai Watch? Xbox. No, it was that game that came out on PlayStation, but then um, Bethesda got purchased by Microsoft. So then they are going to bring oh, it out. Ghost on, yeah, Ghostwire Tokyo. Yes. Yeah, apparently the Xbox port is rough as fuck. 
is it? I seen it on yeah. there. I didn't. I yeah. didn't touch it. Yeah. But you know, listen. Some. I'm. I'm. <laughs> as we know, with these weird little communities, and I bet you the SnowRunner community, uh, this is like their thing. So right. Well, that's what I mean. Them. While everyone's just like checking out and dismissing Ghostwire Tokyo. There's there's mm-hmm. a group of people playing SnowRunner going like this is why we subscribe. <laughs> That's right. They don't like me talking about it. I'm gonna get some some DMs. Shut the, the fuck up, man. First car Shut mechanic simulator up. stuff's going on sale now. This. Yeah. It's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> people that play SnowRunner don't talk about SnowRunner. That's right. It's like Fight Club. So. That's right. Anyways, man. That's that's kind of the bulk of what I played this week. That's the week. Okay. Well, then I guess we shall call it. Mm-hmm. As always, I'm going to do this awkward closing. But yeah, um, you can contact us. Questions for trees at gmail.com or contact at gaminghistory101.com. And until next week, happy gaming. Later.